I'll give you language. You want to start a show? Hold on a second. Yeah, sure. I don't Wait, know. Do you want to do a show? That's what well, I did, but there we go. Oh, thank God. So many gadgets over there. You got Thank you for having all that stuff. So why don't you send that information to the woman who thinks I'm useless? Who's that? Uh, the one you met in another oh. city <laughs> I, who told you that I, I have did. zero value. Why don't you tell her? I did. Why don't you sh- <laughs> that was one of the things if I If we're lucky, up. she's listening to now, and you've actually proven my oh point. My yeah, if, the, if, the, if there is a... This was after the show, right? This, yeah. there's, if, the Russian girl, if the Russian girl who was at the Dan Cummins show in San Francisco on, I think it was Friday night, maybe it was Thursday night, but she was. She saw the sticker, the Hollywood Anonymous sticker, because I, I give out free stickers. I'm like, hey, I also have a podcast. Right. Check it out. Here's a sticker. My name's John. My name's John. And people are like, oh, this is great. And then they're always like, oh, you have a podcast? And they look at it, and, it, and if they do question, who's the other guy? I go, it's Brian Irwin. He's the co-host. He's a, he's a comedian, an actor, and a director. And they're like, oh, and then I explain what the podcast is. And they're like very, usually they're very receptive, and they walk off. And a lot of them will right. follow the show right there on the spot. So, but with this one girl, she picks up the sticker and she goes, who's this? And I go, like I go, that accusatory? I go, that's me. And uh, I go, that's me. And can you just turn the music well, I, off? I, I, welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. <laughs> you were, you were doing, you were like my dad. You were all commas, dude. I didn't know where to interrupt you. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. All right. Back to your story. Um, and and uh, girl, he, saw the, the hatred for like, that song is hilarious. She was like, uh. Who's this? And I go, that's, that's who's, Brian. He's who's like, this? He's a coach. She goes, oh, you don't need him. And I go, what? And she goes, yeah, you don't need this guy. I go, well, he's the, he's the co-host. He goes, yeah, yeah, but you're fine. I just saw you do stand-up. You're fine on your own. I go, yeah, no, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Meanwhile, she's totally slurring her words, and she's completely hammered. But she's like, no, no, I, I, just, I get But you don't need him. I'm like, well, you know, he, he, he contributes a lot, actually. He does, like, a lot of the interviewing, and then he, like, does all the editing and all the downloading. She's like, oh, so you use him for computers. I go, no, 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 what? No, what I'm saying is he's a a bigger part of the show than I am. And she's like, yeah, but you don't need him. I'm like, how am I going to do a podcast without him? Like, she was like, I should have just been like, you're drunk, go home. But it was like, it was, I was getting more and more angry. I was like, Woman, I don't know. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. You should have called Brian right there, and then a three-way call. No, talked talk about it. That'd Brian. be the worst three-way we, any man would want. <laughs> the the um, owner's trying to push her out the door, and I'm like, wait a second, let me call Brian. Hold on a second. This woman Brian. thinks you're worthless. Could you please explain how worthful you I'm are? I'm gonna put you on Facetime. And it turns out her name was World Internet. So the world <laughs> and the internet think I'm useless. That would be about Middle right. Name wide. You know, it reminds me of a time when I, uh, Bob Oshak got me a meeting God, over at Brillstein Entertainment, and I remember going in, and I had made a boatload of stuff. I had a bunch of written scripts. I had uh, sh- uh, show Bibles. I had made a few short films at that point, uh, and I had some, I think, Police and Versus Firemen by that point, so it was very successful on the internet, and I remember meeting with his manager and being all done and having him go, wow, this is amazing. It's like you're a showrunner without a show on television right now. You you just do it all. I'm like, yeah, he goes, all right, well, thanks for coming in. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> I never heard from him well, again. Well, he acknowledged you. Yeah, but my point is, it was like, man, all right, and goodbye, and just closes the door. Like, 
This is oh, so you do a lot of stuff. You do a lot of stuff. Too bad. Cool. I've never heard of you. And Goodbye. You need to go now. That's great. I mean, I just if you wanted me to let we you validate. know that yeah. we validate. So you can just see we, the drill We're not gonna validate your career, but your parking. I had one of those meetings that I think it was Sony. Real and real went, quick, real quick, oh. I just want to say oh. uh, let, let's bring in our guest, oh. Eddie Pence. Oh yeah, right. Hey. Um, well he's, he's well, technically it's a, it's a third voice. He's been on several times before, but he is uh, officially a guest. I'm a guest now. You're a guest. I've been demoted to guest. Not demoted. This is about. This is an episode about. Remember when I used to remember when I used to call visitors you and you got so upset. Remember a long time ago. Well, I just like guests better. You just trying to like tweak it up and make us so different. Like, I was trying to be clever. I was trying yeah, to be a yeah. hipster. You're doing it. I love that hat, by the way. Isn't it a great that hat? That is a fucking sweet hat. Brian is wearing an MLB Go logo. Go baseball. Like a fall black MLB yeah. logoed uh, fitted hat. So they have three kinds, right? Yeah. So they have this one that's all black. Then they have one that's got the MLB red and red, white and blue. Right. And then they've got the black and white. And I was like, well, I'm not getting the black and white. We'd be like, okay, so you going to ump a game or Dude, like? Is that I, I would I would wear the black and white. You though. could get away with it. I can't, I just don't. I, would just I run don't want to talk at people. You're out. Well, yeah. Well, people don't get mad at you as much as people get mad at me for no reason, as we've learned, even when they don't even <laughs> met me. Just see a picture of you with your eyes blacked out on a two by two sticker. They're like, Get rid this of him. guy is offensive. Lose him. I am done with you. I just got here. I'm I'm so tired you cut of you. Off. I haven't even ordered a drink. That's yet. right. Yes. <laughs> Why are you talking? I haven't said anything I yet. But literally that's... haven't opened my mouth. I am so upset with you right now. I don't like you. I get the look of a face. I have the face of a guy that you just, just are already don't. upset with. You just want to dismiss hey, the, immediately. I'm looking for my friend uh, Brian. Uh, I don't know what's the last name. It's Irwin, but he looks like a guy you wouldn't want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah, he's over there at the bar. Yeah. Oh, the guy over Not there. Not talking to anybody. The guy over there that people kept asking him, well, what, "What's your problem, dude?" No, just his, that's his. <laughs> That's his face. That's just the way he looks. If but someone looked like, what's your problem? That's who he is. <laughs> but but that is a sweet. I like that that version of that yes. or whatever. That's a, yeah. that's a great. Yeah. Uh, what, I, you can see it. It's raised. It's like a logo. You can tell. But it looks. Yeah. I like. That. Yeah. I I kind of want. I want that route just because sometimes I just didn't feel like I wanted to be Supporting nondescript and yes, not. Just, I don't want to talk about it. I just don't want the sport. I'm yeah. still. I still mean to have uh, Hollywood Anonymous hats made just so like. When I do have to wear a hat on stage, I can wear something that at least promotes something I'm doing instead yeah, of Yeah, but your guys' initials Cubs. for it is ha, which yeah. is awesome. So people think they're supposed to laugh when right. they see the hat. Uh, yeah. Just a big A. Yeah. Just a big A-H-A. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so back to hats. Uh, Eddie Pence, our guest, you were talking <laughs> earlier. Oh, I, I, I had a similar story. When I went to Sony, I had a big stack of scripts. This was the time that, uh, remember you watched Colton, you had to change his diaper? Yeah. That time you came over with your kids. <laughs> And Colt took a dump, and you had to change. <laughs> you had to change another person's dump, Eddie another kid's I, dump. Yeah, Eddie and I have both learned in life that as a parent, you're like everything's gonna. You, when you leave somebody with somebody, you're like hey, this, this, everything is gonna go according to plan. I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. Turns out here's the list that's gonna happen <laughs> play by play. Turns oh my out God, if, throw the playbook if, out the window. No pun intended. But if you ever realize how full of shit anybody is, if a parent ever just says everything's gonna be fine, it's gonna go according to plan. Right. I gotta go. Goodbye. Nah. Of no. course it's not going. Yeah, that's I, either that's either just a that's either a serious delusion or that is. Just so like, just tell myself this so I can get out of yeah, the house. Yeah, well, that's exactly to, yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think we know deep down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get a phone call in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't call him. He was, re- I didn't say anything. I mean, I, the good thing is I was already a parent, so I've. You've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was somebody like you had never changed a diaper. First of all, that's not. I have definitely changed diapers. I used to babysit kids, so I've changed diapers. Well, I think I saw about that on the news this morning. The, um, <laughs> no, the, I was, I was a good. different different person. Okay, so anyway, so back to Sony. Yeah. So anyway, that was the time I had this meeting 
and TV or development people or script development or something like that. So I had, to, I had a stack of scripts, like a huge stack of everything I'd ever written, stuff we'd written. Did everything. you go into the meeting with a manager or an agent or anybody? My manager had set it up. My okay. manager at the time had set it up. So we the went guy in was like 12 years old? Yeah, that guy was 12. Yeah, yeah the 12 or 13 year old. And I go in there and he's looking, and he had already had the stuff. They had sent all the stuff over. So they'd already had He had it. supposedly looked at everything sure, and sure. was calling me in to talk. And I was like, oh, I was excited. And I had Brian come over last minute to watch the kid because Tracy was working. And again, there, and like all my stuff is still on the table. And uh, he goes in there, he's like, this stuff, yeah, this is great stuff, man. It's really, you you do a lot, you work really hard, this is great stuff. You know, you could really help sell this, you know, stuff if maybe you, you shot something with it and then maybe had a celebrity, some, you know, a name or something in one of the videos to help promote this. I'm like, oh, like right here, and I just opened up the very first page and there was a DVD of the Tuck Johnson thing. I had yeah. like, there's Ed like Bagley Jr., Wendy McClendon, Covey, like yeah. all these people that are on TV. I'm like, oh, like this thing right here that... You obviously didn't look at or watch because all you had to do was open the very first page. And it's literally right of the entire here. stack of it's shit. It's the first thing you're gonna see. It's the very first thing. So this is what I've kind of learned. What was it? What was the rest of his? Did he go? Oh uh, yeah, something like that. He's <laughs> like, yeah. If you heard of Donald Glover, you should try to get him in one of your things. I'm like, yeah. Let me call Donald Glover. So, so <laughs> yeah. So there it is. And, and this and this is the thing that I I think everybody in this business <laughs> needs to understand. Those meetings. Are useless if Pointless. you do not if you do not have what they classify as heat on you. If you if yeah. everybody in the industry hasn't already heard about you, they aren't doing shit. And I'll explain that. You can you can be friends with an extremely successful and very famous uh, entertainer in this business who has management, and they can do what's very well known called hip pocketing or something like that or whatever. They will basically kind of side rep you because that person yeah. said, "I want you to rep that person." So I have of yet actually repping you. They hip pocket you. They hip pocket you, but at the end of the day, you are still nothing. I mean, I hate to, and I don't mean that like I'm not belittling you. I'm just saying it's like at the end of the day, they're going where the money is. They're just sniffing out whatever the easiest route from A to B is, yeah. and that's just reality. And again, that's not even slamming them. That's just the business at work. Guys like you and I and. John, to an extent, you're little. You've had you've had certain other levels of, of popularity and success that Ed and I have had to fight for. But we'll talk about that later. But the the <laughs> point is, we don't. In their minds, it's too much work. It's too much of an uphill battle That's to go to take the risk, right? Risk reward on us. And, well, they and also have twenty or thirty other clients, and like why who are but but are doing nothing or or submitting far right. sub far subpar yes content to them right. And that's the other thing you learn is that some of the most successful people have ideas that are just turds. I mean, just <laughs> flat out turds. I, I, I have um, in the last couple months, I've been working on uh, diligently working on a project to pitch. And I've been given insight to a lot of examples from very successful people that have put stuff out. And the funny thing about it is all those samples are, are failures, meaning that I didn't read one that was that you'd see, oh, I've seen this on TV. And but the people that created them are very well known, and you're reading this, and you're going, "This is Shit. terrible." <laughs> well, I was just looking at it for the structure, right? But it was just bad, and and you realize that that probably got pitched all over town because oh, of who they were. Yeah. And so I guess my point is like that: when you realize that's how the business works, you can either be pouty about it, or you just go, "Well, 
I'm just going to have to keep trying to find my way to maneuver around. And that's why a long time ago I gave up on representation because I'm like, if nobody wants to rep you, yeah, you shouldn't be begging someone to rep you. Yeah, if yeah. they don't want you, if they don't want to work for you, then it's pointless. Then they're not, there are a million they, other ways they, to work they, in this business if you choose to. Yeah, if they if you beg someone for representation and they don't want to rep you and then they decide to rep you, they're not going to work for you. No. So it's like kind of pointless. Uh, to that guy's credit, though, Eddie, what I would have suggested... I would have gone one step further. Have you heard of movies? Maybe <laughs> if you get in a movie, you get in a big movie or something. Have you heard of like these superhero movies they're doing? Yeah. If you get into one of those with, Donald, like with Donald Glover, it, but yes, I'm always always connected to <laughs> Donald Glover. We don't really yeah. want to see you on your own, but like an Eddie Donald Glover project. Oh, yeah. If you could sort of make one of these already with Donald Glover, have you heard of Spider Man? Have you done? Have you thought about maybe? There's his character called Spider Man. I don't know if you've heard. He's of He's a man who was bitten by a spider. I, it's a long story, but. <laughs> These are some suggestions. You know, it's funny talking about that. So yesterday, my oldest son came home. Like now, he's 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 about to go into high school. So like, he's all about horror films. And and uh, one, he and one of his friends came over, and they're like, "Dad, can we uh, can we watch Insidious?" And I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." <laughs> and he's you like, "Turned into an uncle right there." You're like, "Yeah, are rated on horror?" No, yeah, it, actually, it's PG thirteen. Turns okay, out, garbage horror. Fucking go crazy. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I go, you know, that I I that I worked on that movie like that was oh yeah we just talked about this yeah yeah and i was like so you know yeah go ahead he's like i'm sorry what then i go yeah no they shot almost the whole thing at the herald examiner i actually that was one of the first projects that james wan was from saw it was like this new deal that blumhouse and like i was i got a little bit too detailed into like but the thing spark, but i sparked the brain sparked the brain but i was explaining to him like i was there with blumhouse in the early early days of their evolution of what they have turned into yeah and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, the Herald's in there. I go, that's the devil's lair. And I go, there's a hospital stuff in there. And he's like, and he's like staring at me like, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, dude, I told you. There's going to be more and more These and more are of things that. that I, you know. But I, now I mean, it's it, going to start registering. Yeah. Now it registers. And his friend, is like, his friend is like sitting there going, what the, f your fucking dad, what? Oh, yeah. Dude, like, he, like the friend was way more. You might as well be in the movie. Well, at that, but when, I think just for the first time, it was the validation comes in the fact that my son is now sitting next to someone's like, holy shit. Who's dude, gonna, when you leave, he's going to go, that's fucking pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but, but that's a good, that's, now he's going to retain that shit. And now the more, the more stuff he sees and the more stuff, because we all did that. We, as you get older, you also work backwards. You also see this stuff like, here's what I like. What influenced what I, like, mm -hmm. that's what I do with music is like, I love Van Halen. Where what does Van Halen love? Oh, Van Halen loved Led Zeppelin. Like, oh, okay. Like, I just you work back, and then I and you you go figure all that stuff out. And as Tanner does that, there's going to be more and more of him going. I'm watching a movie, and you going, yeah. Uh, not only was that movie shot at the Herald, but I know this person, that person, this person. I know the guy who like all these other pieces are going to come in, and he's going to. I mean, you got to be careful because it could it could spark him to want to be involved in the entertainment industry. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it was going to devolve into porn. I was like, it didn't work in porn, John. No, I, no, no, no. I thought I you were rabbit holing. You're no, like, it all leads to porn, Brian. No, just saying, so it's all. You you gotta, back to like, porn. He, if you know, he, he he might be like, this is awesome. I'm going to follow my dad's footsteps. Then you're like, please God, don't. Well, no, he won't because I mean, he's seen me mostly. <laughs> he's like, I guess I started in this a podcast. Form. Is that how I? It's like podcasting and picking up dog shit. Yeah, he's seen mostly this form. Yeah. <laughs> podcasting and picking up dog shit. So his perception of what Hollywood is, I don't think, is insp inspirational. No, on the way to school this morning, he start. Then he started asking me uh, yet again, which is funny because my kids have a lot of photographs. Like on sets and stuff like that, oh. they just they just don't. At the I didn't. Oh, again, I see what you're saying. This yeah. is this learning curve as a parent. Like you just think that they're 
they're they're in they're remembering all this. Yeah. They're in that moment, but they're not. Ah. So then I see he's like, what other movies? And I was like, Super Eight, Ring, Ring Two, Spider Man Three. Like he's like, he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, we talked about. It. And I was like, oh well, okay, we didn't. But now he's gonna obviously he's gonna remember. Well, now all you can that go back stuff. and show him some of those pictures. Here's you with Lou Ferrigno or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, there's a shot. I have a picture of him sitting in the police station or on set of Super Eight, which is still one of my favorite movies. That movie and was awesome. I loved Super Eight. That was. I think you and I went and watched that in Madison. That was right? like a two day in a row. We went and saw Super two Eight great one movies. day and Bridesmaids in it one day. Super Eight, I think. I know it's not like a blockbuster film, but I think it's going to be an underrated film that people are going to go are going to look back on and oh, they're going to keep watching over I, and over. I will over. never forget when when they're get, when they're running away yeah. and that one dude is all kind of passed out in the car. And they're like, "Oh, dude, I'm never going to do drugs. That's right, <laughs> like, yep. really bad." <laughs> the, 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 I was dying, dude. It was well, so what funny. I liked about that film, and I think a lot of films to this day are still kind of missing out on, is that they they don't. Whoever wrote that really understood the the I, the, the types of things. Th- those types of lines were such classic, like ni- late seventies, early eighties lines in yeah. movies that you just don't really get anymore. That type of humor, that type, you know what I mean? It just yeah, doesn't well, exist. Well, like that movie. Uh, I think it's what's it? Uh, Everything I hate about you. There's some. It's it's, it's a teen movie that was ten just, things. I no, it was it was not that one, but it was just out of my kind of like. Where I would have like I wasn't a teenager when it came out, but I I happened to see it on TV one day. And there's a line in there where this guy's like, "I'm gonna go into the party, I'm gonna check it out, and then I'm gonna come back out." And the guy, go, his friend, they're like all nerds, and his friend goes, "Uh, there's beer in there," and the guy goes, "Yeah," he goes, "You could get addicted." <laughs> I, just started, I was like, "That is a great yep. like teenage like one friend like dude one time is all it takes," and you're like, "Okay, psycho." <laughs> so um. I know a big thing. Everyone's really upset about Game of Thrones, and there's a lot of internet upset. buzz about. I loved it. So I look what, when I'm when I'm when I get around to watching Sopranos and um, and uh, love that uh, too. Uh, Breaking Bad. I look forward to being <laughs> upset too. about those things eventually. <laughs> no way. On the all, they, I think all those shows end great. And then I look forward to eventually watching Game of Thrones and being upset. But the problem is, I the reason why I haven't watched Game Game of Thrones is because I've I'm on Death Wish four now and I've been watching these movies. That's been my marathon and what Charles the old Charles Brown? Bronson ones? Oh my God. You know, just so you know, I didn't watch those growing up. That was not my thing. I only saw like one and two, I think. Okay. So one was done in seventy four. They now, kill his family. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. So there's a couple of things you need to understand about Death Wish. Because this <laughs> I don't, do I really need to do no, you, you, no, you, you do. do. You, no, you, you do need to understand about just Death Wish. Shut up and listen. You do. <laughs> I'm I set I respect. set up for this because actually when I first watched it, I, wa- I I was like, you know what, Charles Bronson to me has always been a little bit of a joke, yes. a little bit of a punchline yeah. to me, right? Yeah. So I wanted to have, so I was Just like, ha ha, it, it's on Amazon Prime, all of them are on there, I'll right, one them. through five, and I was like, you know what, fuck it's, it, I'm doing five. this, I'm fucking doing this, because I wanted to see it spiral out of control, because it's. It's just like Rocky. It's like all these things. Eventually, when you're getting up there, it's that shit is fucking spiraling. At well, some the, point. it gets so thin. You're like, what? Now who's vengeful against? Yes. Now who's Rocky fighting? Now yeah. what, who's gonna die? Like, and I love, and and now I'm embracing that stuff. I'm yes. embracing the yeah. camp of it, right? But so the first one, okay, the first one is not campy. Uh, here's the thing about Charles Bronson. He's really not a that great of an actor. I mean, he is who he is, right? Well, he was in what The Great Escape. No, he, he was, was in a lot in... of stuff. But as far as carrying, like. My point is, like, he's pretty much kind of stiff, very stiff, and well, very like he, he he plays the same guy in everything. Yeah, but he also just just delivering lines, right? But this movie was made in 1974, right? 
and it's based in New York City. And you forget that New York City that we know now, which is very expensive and clean and fucking, it's basically Disneyland. It was a shithole. It was a total shithole. It was like a lot of parts of the city were like fucking burned down and just. Escaped from New York. Yeah, yeah, it was was fucking (laughs) nasty. And, And I didn't realize that that movie came out of that, like, the fear that people lived in back there. The crime was, like, Taxi skyrocketing. Yeah, yeah, those movies are all kind of based in that. So when we think about Death, with, Death Wish, in, in hindsight, I'm thinking, like, Death Wish 4, just silliness, right? Like, 1980s, like, everyone's got shoulder pads on, and they're all shooting each other with, like, backlit. <laughs> Charles you know, Bronson yeah. has a women's blazer on. Yeah, he does. I think he does in, the, in Death with 5. <laughs> but, and he, he's got feathered hair. It's just, but, my, but so this it's one is break not. dancing. This one, and you sh- I, 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 I highly recommend watching at least the first one, because it's, it's fucking raw, okay? This is not what I was making fun of in, like, Death Wish 4. Right. Two things that I picked up on immediately. One, they love fucking violently raping yeah. women in those fucking movies. I mean to the point where I was uncomfortable. Bad Boys, uh, Witness, what, no, not Witness, what was the Jodie Foster, The Accused. The Accused. There's like, there's like five movies where you're like, these are horrifically graphic and really uncomfortable Yeah, scenes. almost to the point you're watching going, is someone going to stop this? Like, <laughs> someone yell cut. They're, I'm like, they're giving these guys who are basically like background actors way too much fucking liberty here. I'm like, a featured that's how, extra. Who are you? I'm the rapist. Yeah, but that's how I felt about like, one. watching it, okay? Second of all, in the scene, uh, I don't want to wreck too much, but I'll just explain. So, he, so the, the, the wife and the daughter are at home, right? These guys break in. One of the bad guys? Anybody want to guess who the bad guy is? Uh, Chevy Chase. Nope. <laughs> close. No, Martin Short? Oh. No. <laughs> close. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum? Really? And Jeff Goldblum... Creepy. ...pulls down his fucking pants, grabs the chick by her fucking head, and starts face... F- <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Fucking her. <laughs> and I'm like... You know, my mom listens all the way through. And I'm like... <laughs> I, she's not my mom, so... And she's used to it. But I'm watching it, and I'm, yeah. I'm being this graphic on purpose I'm because I'm watching this, like, wow. and my wow. jaw is dropping. I'm, yeah. like, uncomfortable, oh, yeah. double uncomfortable because it's fucking Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Mm, it's yeah, fucking at the time, Goldblum. no one knew. But yeah, but it's fucking three men's and a baby. He zooms in on his face. He's like, ooh, ah, yes. I'm it, but it was just, but the, my, I guess, and I, and I know everybody gets roles. Like, that was very early in sure. his career. Yeah. But I was just like, it was just, I'm just telling you, when you watch it now, it's so uncomfortably <laughs> graphic hey. that it's just fucking disturbing. Like, it is disturbing. Now, I get... Now, that being said, you now understand the genesis of how this guy goes fucking deep off the rails, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep, Parts they, of the they, movie they are like... But, but it's, 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 it's very 1970s cinema. Yeah. And I was like... And I was captivated by that. And the second one, not so bad, but it's obviously every... Here's the thing you, you end up getting with Death Wish in the end, and I'll wrap it up. Is like every one of these Death Wishes, you're like, maybe she shouldn't go out with him because she's about to fucking... <laughs> I don't know if Death she... Wish is dating Charles Bronson. Exactly. <laughs> then you die, and he goes crazy about your death. But by the third one, because no one's going to get to the third one, so I'm just going to... I'm going to watch all I'm just going to cut to the third one. So the third one... <laughs> this is how they do it, by the way. This is what I love about De- Death Wish 1, His family. New York. And they're oh. like, you need to get out of New York, right? So this is what they where do. are they going now? Death Wish 2, he's in Los Angeles. Uh, sure, okay? sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Coast to coast. Death Wish 2, um, the, 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 the woman within Death Wish 2 doesn't die, but pretty much everybody else around him fucking gets killed, right? So then 
but it ends. I, I can't. He doesn't really leave. I can't remember how. I can't remember how Death Wish Two. Uh, but the woman leaves him because she she knows that he's a vigilante, so she's fucking out. Death Wish Three. Guess who's back in New York, everybody? Oh, okay, he goes back to New York. He goes called back to New York. Are only back to New York? The only new cameraman in each of those cities. <laughs> and 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 so so his buddy gets killed by a really weird fucking '80s gang. Yeah, so I it's love like, '80s gangs. By the way, are probably the greatest gangs. Like the guys who <laughs> tried to fight Terminator in in uh, in New York. Bill Paxton, I think, yeah. was in that. Well, '80s gangs had style. The guys who tried to fight Jason Voorhees. In, I'm going to uh, tell you right now. They had style. I, I live in an area that has mirrors. has some gangs around, some very violent avenues gangs and stuff like that. Not right near me, but near me, right? Very close. If the gang from Charles Bronson was in my neighborhood, <laughs> I'd get out. They'd be like, no, no, we're going to get you. I'm like, get no, out. Stop Just gonna, stop it. Get out of here. Square dance? Go back to school, guys. You are all dressed like you're in Golden Girls. Now get out of here. You're not scaring anybody. Oh, man. And, and no gang wears face paint. Get yeah, out. Yeah. We take don't your, take your purple mohawk and go home. Get out. But what? Who's the okay. Who's the person in three? What happens at the end of New okay, York? Okay, so all right, Second so New York. So he gets. So he he gets to um, the guy's house. Of course, he gets there right after the guy has been you know killed. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he finds his body. I swear. Baby. So he gets falsely accused of murdering oh. his friend. Oh, so he's got to clear his name. Oh yeah. No, very quickly, he clears his name. So this this <laughs> I'm telling. You, this is where this is <laughs> where the get rid of that. Real this quick. is where the writing is fucking going downhill very quickly because they How need to get to some killing. Okay, Just don't worry about it. They need to get to vigilante justice faster. So that we don't need a lot. We can't spend a lot of time in jail, right? So the whole point of him going to jail is to establish that he meets his nemesis in jail, who gets released, and he gets released. But here's so the, the guy that killed the guy is in jail. No, 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 no. Yes, is... yes. His gang, yes. Oh. And this, I'm going to get to this part, too, because there was something that happened in the movie that I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so anyway. Uh, well, there's many of these scenes. I was going to say, anyway. you didn't have that reaction for multiple. Uh... So, okay. <laughs> but I, I want to set up the love interest thing, which is oh. so oh. fucking ridiculous, so right? So gross. So he gets out, and but he gets released. And I don't know who this person is, but he gets released by this woman who's like a public defender. And she goes... We need to we need to talk. We need to go somewhere to talk. He's like, sorry, lady, we don't I don't have time to talk, whatever. That's it. That's the extent of their interaction, right? Wait, I would so say about twenty-five minutes later into the film after he's like mowed down a few people in the neighborhood. Bone. No, she shows up in a taxi cab and she's like, What I just don't understand why you left me that day. Can we at least go out to dinner? And I'm like, and he's like, fine. She's like, no, tell me you'll go out to dinner with me. I'm like, okay, no, they're not in, they cannot be in love already. You can't just show up in a fucking taxi cab and say, where have you been for the last 25 minutes of this movie when we barely talked the first time? And I love you, Charles Bronson. Well, how did you meet your wife? I mean, what, this all sounds legit. Of course. This is just stuff we didn't see in the movie, but it happened. They go out to, oh my God. So then they go out to dinner, okay? They immediately have, actually, I'm sorry, they did not, they did not go out to dinner. They just went to her apartment. They just boned without dinner. They have they yeah, have some, they have some sex they have dessert. sex and then like Jeff Goldblum he's sex being, or he's real being, sex <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of sex they gold bloomed hey, do you want to have some gold bloom no I don't <laughs> um they they decide to go out and get ice cream or some shit well, in the yeah. middle of the fucking you night got, you're gonna be sugar low turns out they're being that. followed by the bad guys uh oh uh oh, oh no. spoiler he leaves her in the car oh no. And she gets car and, and they run into her and this is what I love about movies back then like every car accident I don't know if you guys know this but all cars explode during car accidents that's what happens if you rear end a car it blows up and dude. that's it and I'm like you've ever seen well, the Pentos do and I'm just like so <laughs> this 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 is they went this is what they needed to do to really take him to the next 
to death wish to, to carry him into death wish four and five. No, no, no. This is where all hell breaks loose. So then it turns th- this this one. W- what I love about this one is they want they they felt that they needed to do this in order for him to basically get out an arsenal of fucking war machine guns to just fucking mow down sure. uh, just fucking gangs upon gangs upon gangs that show up. Now, here's the thing. During that, they mugged one of the other people in his apartment building who ends up in the hospital. Now, at the time, they don't really associate where the hospital is because it took a while for the hospital, for the ambulance to get there to take him to the hospital, right? There was this whole thing. And during the scene where he's like fucking going and the whole fucking that area that they were that, that the war, the Death Wish Three War was taking place in, out of nowhere, they cut to a scene of the guy in his hospital bed get up and look out the window and go, Yeah. And I'm like, no, the fucking <laughs> hospital is right is next to the violence, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right there. No, dude. it's right next to the apartment that they never established <laughs> in the and I'm like, no. No, you. I'm like so they just out his window, and that's where the war zone. But is. what I love, and this is why I can't stop watching these, because they they do they don't they're like whatever whatever moment they needed, they fucking just manufactured yeah, that moment. Didn't give two shits about storyline. We need to cut away. They were to like something. the All only right. reason why anybody's watching this movie is to watch vigilante justice and fucking people get mowed down. But that's, that's only that's, that's only in the second, third, fourth, and fifth. The first one wasn't like that, was it? No, the first, first one. First one's an actual they real film. They weren't planning on making right. four more. Right. It's, well, same thing with Rocky. Like, the first Rocky is a very good movie. It's, it, yeah, and then you start going into two, three, four, and five. It's like, okay, yeah. now we're fighting Russians. Right. Now, <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a turnaround on four. Never got to Aliens. That's I used to, yeah, Aliens. I used, to dis- I used to not like four at all. Right. Now four is, I can watch and really enjoy um, five. But it's ridiculous. Though. Yes, of course. By the time he's fighting Mr. T, it's ridiculous. Yes. So, is like, it, w- would Rocky be your death wish of like spiraling out of control well, movies that what, you couldn't stop watching, but you chose to keep watching? No, because Death Wish doesn't yet have a bookend. Where Rocky and Rambo, uh, if you look at First Blood, First Blood is a great movie, right? Yeah. First Blood says something. It's important. It's a good movie, right? Yeah. And it's got action—the kind of shit that I yeah. love. But the second re- one's porn. Second one is all the f- second. Third, third one, we fourth, start. We form the Taliban. Yeah, they're all they're all like real weird and shitty in there, and he becomes this character of like. Now, fast forward to uh, the Rambo. movie Rambo. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Like he's often the he the guy the guy from the first one is the same. Well, guy he goes from home the at last the end. One. He goes home. Yeah, it's but it's, they're making another one. <clears throat> Of course, <laughs> I don't but, think I've actually seen. Is Stallone in the new Rambo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't I went, see that I one. Is it that good? In the theater, dude. I loved it. Yeah, it's a good movie. I loved it. it so it's kind of like how they they brought Rocky back around with yes, uh, the Balboa. With Creed. Well, and or also, Balboa. But, but yeah, Rocky yeah. Balboa was, I thought, a very good movie. These Creed movies, I think, are awesome. I loved the first Creed movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, Creed was good. Um, but uh, I don't know if I saw Creed. But but, th- but those movies have like. They've redeemed themselves. Those franchises yeah. have redeemed themselves in my. So in my all right. Opinion. So what franchise would well, you say? Death Wish doesn't have a book. I mean, they made another Death Wish, but Charles Bronson clearly. What is about not Dirty Harry it. movies? I like the first. Is couple. that yours? Which but, ones? Which ones? The ones that went off the rail that you kept watching. I mean, Leprechaun went pretty off the rails <laughs> from, from the beginning. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Right of the John's first. mom. No, from the beginning. John's mom. Do you agree? No, the very look, first one was a serious. The very, the very study first one. He leprechauns. was a leprechaun after his pot of gold. We get that. Right. By fucking he's four. In space. He's in space. Also, <laughs> Friday the third, the thirteenth went pretty off. They the went rails. in space too, didn't they? Yeah. Number ten was in space. Well, ten. Then, okay. Well, again. But yeah. but anything that goes that far is off the rails. Nightmare on Elm Street went off the rails. So Halloween went point. off the you rails. You make ten of them. They're going to so be off the rails. You have any ones that drove you nuts? But you had. You were committed. 
I got out of Halloween I, after Halloween too. I, I watched. I've seen every. I've seen every Halloween. I've seen every. What Halloween. about Jaws? I've seen. When every, did you give I've up seen, on Jaws? I mean, I did. I haven't. I've seen every Jaws movie. There, <laughs> after two, they are ridiculous. But three is so funny that yeah. I, but like the first one you watch, you're like terrified. You're, you're terrified. Yeah, yeah. But by the time you're watching three, you're watching it so you can laugh. Yeah, I'm watching Dennis Quaid go. Yeah, we were afraid of the water as kids, and me going, "Wait, these are the Brody kids? What who the <laughs> fuck are these kids?" <laughs> They work at SeaWorld. This is dumb as shit. And Louis Gossett Jr. like, well, we've got a shark attack. I'm just, you're just like, everyone's an idiot. They work at a theme park. You're like, okay. And, and, and it's in 3D. And then you see it in 3D on TV, which I did as a kid. And I was like, well, this looks like shit. And then you see it in a the theater in 3D. And you're like, wow, it still looks like shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Jaws Police bitches. Jaws my, bitches. Police yeah. Academy is my death wish, I think. Ooh, Police Academy did definitely went off Again, the everyone was really excited. The first one was campy and fun, right? But then it just, it, it, it's almost like they don't understand. Like, you can't make a joke of yourself and then make a joke of the joke that you made. It's right? Is that really a, what happens? It's hard to make a joke of a comedy already. You're already doing the comedy. And then to make, then to make a spoof of, you're basically... You're spoofing yourself. You're spoofing point. yourself, which and is then weird. you're spoofing yourself third three times yes. removed, it's, and then it's a copy of a copy. Yeah, of a copy. it all becomes, and then it's like then they're they're the graduating class, and then they're the you know that's what everything is stop. like. How do we keep these characters involved in this stupid storyline for like multiple pictures? Well, to me, police academy. I think just, another police academy. I'm right? sure they well, are. Dude. That's no shock there, but I mean, to me, police academy just kind of became like, and then that guy made more funny noises. Like that was like the whole. Uh, that guy's name is Michael Winslow, and he's a talent. And then the other guy's going to take out his gun. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, Tackleberry's dead. Yeah, he died. Well, okay. After how many? Uh, He died right after one of the Brady Bunch movies. He was Sam the Butcher in the Brady Bunch movies. No, okay, but he made a couple police accounts. Oh, he made several. He made like five. Okay, (laughs) what what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, we're just saying he can't be in it. Well, the last he died. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about what he's talking about. They wrapped up his arc in five, so they had to kill him off. Brian, this is a meeting about redoing Police Academy movies. Are you not involved in the meeting? Are you? Writing it? I'm gonna. Now we are. Oh, outline. you know what? I we think actually Key and Peele were supposed to read. I read it years ago. They were rebooting it. Police Academy? Yes. That I would go see. Those, I think Jordan, Jordan Peele was, was, was supposed to redo it years ago. And then he was like, oh, by the way, I'm a famous director now, so I don't have time. He may not have any Police interest in doing reboots. it, but yeah, I think that's right. I forgot. Key and Peele, uh, right, after, right after when they stopped doing the show, oh. they were, they were supposed to do Police Academy. They should have. They That would have been, I would have seen that. But also, they you still could call might. it a different movie. You could call it a different name. Make it a different movie. You know what I mean? Like, well, then just make it a different movie. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Police Academy. But have the Blue Oyster Bar in it. Always, dude, because gay bars are hilarious. Dun, 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 Men dancing together. That was what that whole joke was. Was like, look at all there. it was. Men dancing together and you're like, pure, homo- <laughs> pure homophobia. Yeah, I'm scared That's of gay all. people. <laughs> By the way, and this may be an L.A. thing, um, speaking of police, Yesterday, I, w- I freaked out just for a second because I saw 12 police cars go whipping past when I was going to get a cup of coffee. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is going on? That 12 of them. And then I found out later they were just it was just a stolen car. And I'm like, just to me, it, that's, a, that's a lot of police for one stolen car. Well, they were like, the stolen car, is that Dunkin' Donuts? Everyone's like, let's get over there. Well, all right. Make sure. All right. Uh, police wait, Academy. Eddie, you just saw a high-speed chase? Well, the RV high-speed yeah, chase. I what? Mean, yeah. Well, first off, those things don't go together. I don't I know. know but it was RV. all over the news. It was? There's you a, can't have an lady, RV high-speed chase? She was flying through, and she wouldn't Flying through over. where? On Ventura, the on Ventura, Ventura Boulevard. On the boulevard? Yes. Weaving in and out of traffic on this RV. She had How, two what dogs. What kind of RV was it? Like one a of those Winnebago. Ones it was a Winnebago. The long one. Yes. Like stripes. Yes. Jesus. And she was weaving, and she hit a palm tree, and it took the front side, the passenger side of the RV off, so you could actually see inside of the no. RV. When did this happen? Why did I miss this? This was like four days ago on the news, and she had two dogs, 
and one of them jumped out of the moving well, RV. If I'm the dog at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'm loyal, but I'm not this no, loyal. She, that dog bailed, and then she T-bones someone in an intersection. And of course, it's a car, and it just gets pushed out of the way with the RV. And then she finally she goes. She's going through one of those neighborhoods over there, right off Ventura Boulevard. So in the valley, we're talking in the about the valley, valley yeah. in the valley. And she, this guy's backing out of his driveway, and he sees her coming, and, and so he tries to pull back into his driveway, and she just takes out his back end and goes right into a tree. That's and that ends, and he's like in critical condition in the hospital. That's how she got out and started running. I'm assuming she's on drugs. I don't know. They, I'm they, assuming they, that they, they, I mean, they caught her on foot and then arrested her, and the dogs are fine. That's all the news tells you. It doesn't tell you about the yeah, actual but, human being. Well, her, her, who cares? No, about the her? guy that got hit in the oh. driveway. Well, dogs are innocent victims. Let's be honest. Right, but like so children. is the dude backing out of his driveway. He is. He is. He is. I'm, not, I'm not dismissing him. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's pretty. It's pretty obvious. A couple of things. One, mental illness is clearly involved. I mean, you hear RV speeding down Ventura it was Boulevard. Ins- like, if you ever, she's like, probably on t- She's probably on fucking drugs. Like, go I just, Google. Look at the video. It's crazy. I'm, well, I'm going to. It's now. crazy. But also, how many were on that? But what I'm, my point is, though, like, and, and I don't. I'm sure there was a lot of. I don't know how many cops are following that one. But I just, I just twelve. Twelve seems. That's just a lot. Like I like what are the like I don't know if these guys just are like. Well, I guess they're assuming it's going to turn all... into a high speed chase, and they're going to need yeah, the cops to, oh, to start okay. trying to shut Block down the road. Okay, they do okay. they're they... going to create. That's the only thing yeah, I can think they of. They create a perimeter. You know well, I'm not making fun of the cops. I'm trying to no, understand no. why so many. Like they I'm thinking, block exits with their cars because my first right. My, well, my first inclination when you see that many go flying down, you're like, shit's going fucking down bad. Everybody get in their fucking house. Like, that's what I think yeah. is happening. And then it's just like, no, two dudes stole a car. I'm like, oh. But, if you but saw, now it makes sense when you, you explain it that way. if you saw 12 cars whipped by your parents' house in Wisconsin, you yeah. go, oh, some, something bad <laughs> is happening. Bad. 12 car, cop cars in L.A. is literally like, uh, you know, homeless man asking for money. Did you see that homeless guy throwing rocks at cars on on Venice? Oh my god, dude. How no. much TV do you watch? It's on that's the news. Of Venice and Fairfax. Which There's a, there was a homeless guy just time. standing in the middle of the street and cars would drive by and he'd just run up and just chuck a rock and it'd go right through your window. He did that's like 12 cars. Then he went into a bus and started throwing rocks inside the bus and then all the bus passengers oh. got out and beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Some I would guy do ran to some Superstore and got zip ties, and they zip tied his hands behind Fuck him. Yeah, and then the cops showed up like 30 minutes later. Wow, okay, it, well was vigil- it was literally it was vigilante, ju- it was death like, wish. How was it taking him 30 minutes to get to that? If you would see like, Google that video, he's just standing there, and cars drive by, and he just and the cars see the guy, and they're like, We well, have no you have no choice but to drive by him because you're on the on the road. Fuck. And so I would have got out if he would have thrown slow, at me with my kids in the car, I would, I would get I would have gotten out and beaten the shit out and of him. And he would just run up and just chuck this rock, and the windows were just exploded. <laughs> Wow, it was crazy. Like he did. Like, would you get out if, if Colton was in the car yeah. and threw it? Would it you would get out? Your kid. I'm not a violent guy, but I, I literally. I would have hit him with my car. That yeah, I saw yeah, the guy yes, coming at me, yeah. ready to do this. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would have gone about and justified. You probably go to jail, but justified. Bumped him with the car. Yeah, knocked him down. Yeah, because if he because the way he was throwing the rocks in the back windows, if you had a baby back there, it would have killed the fucking baby. Well, that, that's and that's the thing is, I think at that, if I was, I would probably just, I probably would have killed. But him. it was funny because he went in the bus and then just everyone out of the bus just fucking beat just his jumped ass. him and beat the shit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, bus what? people, dude. They do not take shit, man. They don't. Oh, give that's a our fuck. new movie, Bus People. Bus People Four. <laughs> start, start with four and go back to a good movie. And go back to a good movie. You uh, literally make <laughs> shitty movies and then eventually you make a fucking masterpiece. The franchise really devolved into a classic. <laughs> How did that happen? I think that's what they were going to try to do with Leonard Part Six. Remember that Bill Cosby movie? Uh, they just started whoa. with Part Six and you're like, what? I don't What's get happening? it. Where It'll parts devolve into a five? classic. Well, they probably thought it was hilarious for like 
two seconds, yeah. and then it was not funny anymore. Therein lies the problem. Well, the movie was never good either, so it was... Uh, anyway. Well, I remember uh, him going on Letterman and saying, don't go to this movie. Oh. When it was out. Oh, okay. Good promotion. Look, every once in a while, you know, you may, I always saw somebody last night, and I was like, oh, what have you been up to? He's like, oh, I just worked on this project that's going to just fail miserably the minute it comes out. I was like, you know, sometimes you know. Yeah. Sometimes you or just you're like, well, we tried. Well, look. Well, or we didn't try. I mean, I don't know. But either way, just, we got paid. Yeah. But, but like, sometimes you try. Uh, first of all, as an actor, I think you should always try to deliver your best performance. Sure. Yeah. Even when, even when you know the. Well, kind yeah, because you're the one whose face everyone's looking at. Right. But like, no one cares about the writer. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. No one's ever gonna find that guy. And no, go, it's hey, like, oh, that guy was that shitty movie. movie. Yeah. He sucks in this one too. Exactly. <laughs> so you want to do the best job you can, but at the same time, it's just like, you. you I don't know. You do these things that you're just like, I, I gotta, I gotta work. I gotta, gotta do, pay. Well, I gotta do something. You know. Michael Caine, Jaws. Yeah, 4. Jaws Four. Exactly. Pay the bills, baby. Pay the bills. Well, and and, and speaking of Death Wish, oh, that's what I was gonna tell you. So the only the, the, in, look on this on Prime too, because there's two things. One, so they remade it with uh, Bruce Willis, and it's yeah. just it's but they, Jeremy they, Renner, right? Or no, no, it's just Bruce Willis, Austin and McKinney. and and. Uh, um, it was not good. And what's surprising is Eli Roth, was I think, Goldblum directed in it. it too? Yeah, Goldblum. he reprised it. Yes, he reprised it. He the same guy. He does it to Bruce Willis. You're like, oh, okay. But it was just it Modern. was it was just not good. It and and the thing is, it had a lot of a lot of really good talent in it. Speaking of, and and they had Joe Carnahan wrote it, and uh, and Eli Roth. These are successful people in Hollywood, and it is just. The whole thing from beginning is to it middle. The same end. movie? No. Or they take a lot the of only thing that's it. the same is that the, the 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 daughter and the wife get attacked, but that's it. And Not raped. Whole, Did they take the rape? They out were of going it? to. They took it out. They took the rape out. That's what I'm saying. That's where you know. That's why I'm saying times are different. Yeah, yeah. I understand. It's not necessary. It really is not necessary. As a parent, you don't need to. It doesn't have to be that it's not violent because you've seen Death Wish the originals. So yeah, you know what happens. Well, but again, in these days, you know, normally they would they would go down that path. But they, again, the point one is that wasn't there. But then there was this other movie. You know, they always do like if you like this one, you'll like this one. And like so, they had like Death Wish. And then it was Death like one, wash. two. It was death. It was. I can't it's remember like what it was. Ma- a car I should try to find it right you. now. But it's. I'm telling you right now. I gotta. I have to find it. Well, we're talking about something else. I'm going to try to find it. No, no, no. Trust me. When you see that, I'm not going to show. I'm just going to show you guys what we're talking about other stuff. Let's watch it as we do a podcast. (laughs) No, no, no. We're not watching it. You're missing the point. Close caption, please. I don't want the noise to get in there. So somebody remade like that type of movie, but it was death something else. But the funny thing about it was the guy fucking looks to a T. Like Charles Bronson. Like Charles Bronson, but 20 years younger. And I'm like... Why did they do that? Like it's just it just Willem Dafoe in. No, it was it was just a no it was like some no name actor but it was just it's just fucking like unfortunately it's just it's just it's creepy. Well no, but you know that there are companies that specifically do that, right? Abs- yeah, 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 but it's like creepy. Transmorphers. Transmorphers, Atlantic Rim. Yeah. Like these movies are legit. They come out and they make their money when people accidentally rent it, them on video it's on demand. Transmorphers. No, it's just fucking creepy. Oh, First of all, uh, creepier than that Death Wish picture right there. Right, my Death Wish Five. That's uh, Death Wish Five. The, the, the face, face of, of death. death. There it is. Death kiss. Death kiss. Death kiss. Death kiss. Death kiss. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Is that Charles? That is Charles Bronson. No, it's not Charles Bronson. It's some guy named Robert Bronzy. Well, yeah, that's Charles Bronson's brother. No, but isn't that crazy? Robert Bronzy, that's not his real name. They'd Hold on, him. I'll make sure that, that we're, we're on mute, ch- right? It's on mute. Him. So you're going to see. But my point is, they made him change whoever his name this guy is, it actually, it turns out Charles Bronson is not 
I was going to say, this looks pretty dead. modern. And then I'm like, oh, this is a commercial. Because Charles Bronson, I think he, I mean, he was in his 70s by the time he did Death Wish, like the last one, right? He was super old. <laughs> Death. That's definitely Charles Bronson's brother. No, it's how do, how do you mean his brother? Does he have a brother? Yeah, that's Charles Bronson's brother, bro. Do you know he has a brother? Yeah, look at that guy. Well, you're just making that up. No, I'm not. Google the fuck out of it. Does him. he have a brother? Yeah, and it, it's clearly his name is Robert Bronzy. <laughs> well, he changed his name. Or that's actually Robert Charles Bronson's <laughs> real, real name. Yeah. Do you really think that's his brother? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you fucking kidding me? Look Hold on. I, I have a phone with Google. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. That's I, it's like what they did. Patrick Swayze has a brother. Who but isn't that's fucking creepy? Well, I mean, it's they're just trying to get the fan base of the Death Wish. But his bro- his brother's okay with that. I don't a know. Fan base nowadays. Eddie, you got to talk into the microphone. Such a client. strong fan base. <laughs> for for who? For for Death Wish. <laughs> it's a community of people who love the movie. Well, we we're recreating it. Well, I mean, you've gone completely. Is it his brother? I'm looking at. Oh, up. You're, you're right. It's, you take way too long to look up. Oh, gee. oh wow. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> But that's creepy, right? Yeah, no. But that's exactly, I mean, that's specifically meant to, this is supposed to be Death Wish. Death Kiss. You know what I mean? It's like. He's got to be wearing a wig, first off, because it's just his hair is too dark for his age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And too long. At what point do you stop dying your hair? Or fully commit where you're like, fuck it, this is going to be my look? I don't know. It's it's so funny. Like, I, I don't understand why people do it, but I guess it helps them feel like. Like, I just saw Paget Brewster is online. Uh, she was actress she's been in like one of those csi shows but she, I've, I've always enjoyed her work and she recently was like well i'm gonna stop dyeing my hair and like she has a lot of gray in her hair but it doesn't look it doesn't look bad it's just like uh, that look doesn't weird me out or anything it's like that's what happens you get older your hair gets so gray. when i did have a beard which i don't have anymore the way it grayed out it didn't it ha- was uneven and it so it looked weird so I got the stuff, but I didn't do it all. Like, I didn't want to. You don't want to go um, from like what to um, just for men. Yeah, yeah. But I put just enough in to even out the gray. Like it, it did. It, I don't want to say it's unnatural, but it looked weird. Yeah. Well, it was on a slant. If the gray was on a slant, like across your face. Yeah, it, and yeah. it makes the beard look unfinished, and then yeah. it makes it look like you have like a yeah from a distance you have a scar in your right. face, like <laughs> yeah, something. Right. Yeah. And I don't. And I don't have a story to back up the scar, so you know I, I would need you know. Yeah. Um he's not related to Charles Bronson. He's what? famous for looking like Charles Bronson. Wow. And he actually appears in other like <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's a thing called Bronson Fest. <laughs> okay. Well, can you tell me when the next one is and how we get tickets and do a live podcast? <laughs> it's in podcast Spain. Or... Oh, what? <laughs> Why? What? Spain doesn't have anything better like Bronson Fest. Oh, Bronson Fest. All right, we're and going to Bronson Bronzy, Fest, you guys. Does Bronzy go? I mean, that sounds like a nickname for someone you'd call Bronson. Hey, Bronzy. Bronson Fest. All right, we're going. I mean, Spain, I've been, but when is Bronson it? Fest. What's Mercoles in Spain? I don't know. When are we going? <laughs> don't when, know. When is it's it? in Spanish. <laughs> it's in Spain. When's Mercoles? Oh, uh, oh that's the, is Mercoles. Oh, Mercoles. Oh, I don't know. Maybe May? I don't know. I don't know. March? What are the dates? Is it oh, that's March, yes. 23rd? Oh, we missed it. We so missed next it. year. Well, we got time to prepare. As if it was any other date in March, we would have Bronson Fest. We're going to have to start a GoFundMe, and we're going to Spain. Guys, we're going to Spain. And I'm bringing my friend Livy because he's from Spain, so he'll come with us and translate. We don't need a translator. Look at this movie. I'm going to ask him about this now because he he's like he's you know lived most of his life in Spain, so he'll know if Charles Bronson he maybe Charles Bronson is like an I you know you find out like later yeah, like yes. certain people are icons Dude. in certain Jerry countries. Jerry Lewis so. in France, um, and then when you. Seen that documentary, uh, Searching for Sugarman? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, is that crazy? Yeah. 
If you guys haven't seen that, that is a movie. It's a <laughs> they're, screen, they're screening Death Wish 3 at Pronto Fest. What? They don't screen I all the Death Wishes? They just do oh, one? I could come one? and speak. That's I could speak at it. <laughs> Here's a guy who's recently uh, watched all five. <laughs> that's uh, Brian Irwin. That's my only credit. <laughs> and then that one girl's there. Boo! Get him off the podcast. <laughs> you suck. Wait, what are you doing here? I'm still drunk. I'm also still Russian. And I, he's, I, he, he's going. Robert Bronzy is att- attends January 23rd. I guess that's Mercoles. I don't know. Robert Bronzy, Robert Bronzy attends Bronson Fest. A unique tribute to the figure Charles Bronson. <sighs> a unique figure. Why can't they just use cutouts? <laughs> cutouts. <laughs> It's cardboard cutout Bronson Listen, Fest. Listen, years ago, and it, this happened to go to Universal Studios or Disneyland. I'll go to my kids and be like, look, guys, there's uh, Mickey Mouse over there. They're like, that's not Mickey Mouse. Dude, it's all, he, all he does is... Like, ma- they, they're, even they're like, no, that's not... That's a kind of costume. All yeah. he does guys, is... Guys, it's Shrek. That's not, look, that's not Shrek. He just makes Charles Bronson ripoff movies. Escape from Death Block 13. <laughs> death. Does every one of his movies, please, go to, go to his IMDb page. Is every one of his movies say death on it? <laughs> I hope go so. to IMDb for Robert Bronzy. The death of I, I hope to God the word death is in every single one of that's, his. That's his biography title, Robert Bronzy: The Death of Acting. <laughs> oh my God! All right, let's oh. Robert Bronzy. Let's look at his. Let's look at his acting career. <laughs> Just unbelievable. Look, we can't even make a fuck. We can't. We don't even have a career in this business. But this but motherfucker. We don't look like Charles Bronson. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why. <laughs> Look, is there any? Ca- John looks like Chris should, Elliott. Should I start doing Chris Elliott ripoff movies. You look like Cab- that. You look like Cabin that guy. Cabin Bob. What is this, Eddie? You look like Cabin the. Man. You look like Cabin the first man. baseman for the Atlanta Braves. Why can't you just go? Well, fucking... Yeah, I can go play baseball. No, you well, can just no. You don't. No, you don't have to play. What? You're just showing up at events in his uniform. <laughs> Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. later in life. Hi, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Freddie Freeman. Later in life. <laughs> later in life. I'm sorry. You're a time traveling Freddie Freeman. What is this? I'm here to cut the ribbon for the opening of Hooks. Drug I'm here Store. to talk about my stats I haven't had yet. I, I ended up, I, I finished my career Here's with. My baseball card from the future. <laughs> it says here MVP. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Of this event. Of this event. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. Eddie's reading diligently. I don't look like anybody, so I don't have a shot. Death Kiss. What else did he do? Was that the first one he did? Death, was Death, Death Kiss Ki- his movie? Death Kiss 2. Oh, please tell me they. They, they're like, the sequel no one asked for because no one's seen the first one. The sequel no one even knew existed because the first one has not been <laughs> yeah. watched by many people at all. I do. How long does it take you to scroll? It's fucking hard. Also, he's probably got a lot of movies. Uh, I would love to meet somebody. Right, like, oh, you got it? Are you on IMDb? Yes. Oh, I would like so to, long? I would does like he to... not even show up on IMDb? Is that Once all? Upon a Time in Deadwood. Oh, there's. Okay, so DEA is in there. Death Kiss. Okay. From Hell to the Wild West. Damn it. Well, Death, Hell, I don't know. <laughs> then Escape from Death Block 13. Good, Death, Death. And Hombres G, Con Los Brazos in Cruz. Or any of those, That's death. why he's big in Well, Spain. that's a Spanish, so that's a Spanish be, for I Death? That's Spanish yeah, I, I, for Death he's, Oh, he's horse. Spanish. He's obviously Spanish. Yeah, but that doesn't, still doesn't explain Charles He's only made five that. movies, though. When did he start? Uh, looks like his first movie was 2017. Wait, what? Wait a minute, Charles Bronson's just... been dead since 2002. <laughs> this guy just started doing this? Yes. <laughs> I guess someone was like, hey, man, you look like Charles not, not, Hey, man, like, you now look... <laughs> you do. He had to wait until he was old, old enough. Yeah. You need to look like the old vigilante. Your youth is gone. You look like a creepy old Charles Bronson. Um, let's make some movies. Oh, my God. That's bizarre. 2017. I thought these movies were gonna would have come out in, like, 
1986. So he's crushing it right now. He's destroying things right now. Th- right Spain, now. At Bronson Fest. So maybe maybe I'm on to something here. Maybe. It was never about Game of Thrones. It's been about Death Wish 1 through 5. Yep. Death Kiss. That's what the dragons were mad about. Um, the Bruce Willis one is forgotten already, so there's yeah, that. Yeah, that doesn't count as a book. No, it can't. doesn't, no. No, Re- reboots like that that don't have anybody from the original. Hungarian-born performer Robert Bronze is wor- is world-traveled actor and professional horseman with a love for the Wild West and classic American film. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, is, is, I can say those things. He wrote things. his bio can... in broken English. <laughs> <laughs> he like, uh, how you say, horsey. Okay, I don't know, I what, love American I don't know film. what that was. <laughs> that was... Uh, six levels of racism there. What? What on earth? Who were you in that? What character were you? I was channeling just doing an accent. You did Long Duck Dong. No, I didn't. Yes, I, you did. No, I didn't. I was doing like a like an Italian, like uh, how you say, or maybe it's French. It's very Jen Murphy esque. <laughs> don't don't you compete? I can't. I can't be. <laughs> don't you can't. get Jen on the phone. She's gonna have to do a Charles Bronson for us. I'm not even close to being the master. Ah, we need Jen to come back in. Maybe Jen can start touring with uh, Richard Bronzy or whatever. What's his name? Robert Bronzy? Robert Bronzy, but his real name is Robert Kovacs. But he calls the bro- Bronzy. So Bronzy is literally, Bronzy. he's like, it sounds like Bronson, yeah. but it's Bronzy. But it's like slang for Bronson. Yeah. Yo, Bronzy! Bronzy! Oh Wait, God. or is it like Fonzie? Maybe that's hey, it. Hey, I'm it. Bronzy! <laughs> hey! Hey! It's a bro Fonzie, dude. Oh Yo, God. it's Bronzy! Coming to Bronzy Fest. Oh. Bronzy Fest. We wear visors upside down and backwards. <laughs> Bronzy fest. <laughs> All right. Well, we've talked enough about movies. Have we? I have, I, we've talked about movies. Those were movies. <laughs> those were, I guess they're kind of movies. Documentaries about Charles Bronzy. And believe me, I've worked on a lot of bad movies in my time. The Herald Examiner brought a lot of bad ideas to the. Save it for the dinner table. They help. They help. They help bring it a lot in there. So I've seen some stuff from like that. Poor. I can't. So a lot of times I'd be in there and be like, "Well, thank God you got an acting job." And then two seconds later. Um, What's his name from porn came in and Ron Jeremy. I'm like, oh, this movie just failed. Oh, like, yeah. there was a there was like a, a five year period where everybody was like, hey, let's put him in that. And I'm like, it's not gonna help. It doesn't help. No. You think it's you think at the time like, ha ha, and it's like, no, no, it's this is it going south not, so it quickly. Help unless you're making a movie about Ron Jeremy. Which, by the way, uh, we will one of our uh, future guests. We will be talking about that because he made that movie. That was the last he thing I ever him. saw him. That was the last time I ever saw him was after that. And I've never really asked him, like, is that what ended it for you? Like, is that why you got out? Yeah. Because of being Ron Jeremy? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of making stuff, uh, Eddie. Good you, segue. Yeah, dude, I'm good at Well, no, this. I mean, you, yeah, you that was, make, a, that was a great. You don't need at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, but, there's a pretty good shit. Did she take the sticker, by the way? <laughs> yeah, she did. And she, did she etch out my face right in front of you <laughs> with I, a she nickel? She just not, scissors not, and cut off half Not in front of me, but, man, would that be funny if I, like, ever ended up, she's, like, sends us a picture of, like, you're crossed out on it. Like, oh, my God. Well, that's a little bit weird, but okay. <laughs> but, Eddie, you were just in D.C. shooting your own. I was. Comedy special. Comedy special. I was able to raise uh, $15,000 Speaking on Indiegogo. Speaking of Indiegogo. <laughs> Can I ask you something about that? Yes. Let's start there. Yeah. So there's GoFundMe, right? There's Indiegogo. Indiegogo. There's Indiegogo. Uh, Indiegogo and GoFundMe but are Indiegogo the same was, company. Oh, they are. GoFundMe is for if you want, if you need to raise, like you need dialysis or you're trying to raise money for a charity. Oh, there's actually rules. Yes. GoFundMe, oh. you get 100% of your donations. Oh. Um, there's no fee. 
Um, Indiegogo, that is for independent Indiegogo stuff. Indiegogo is more of like the... What you do. Like, yeah. How the, they made Super Troopers 2. Yeah, for the artist creating something, that's the wing of, Indie, of GoFundMe. And that's been around forever. Indiegogo has been around as long as Kickstarter, right? Like, it's yeah, one the, of the original... Kickstarter's a different company. But GoFundMe they're, and they're Indiegogo They're the two the original ones, yes. right? Yeah. 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 But Indiegogo takes 5%. Of the gross. Of the gross. Uh, whereas GoFundMe, you get 100%. 5% of the gross. So you don't pay into it, though, right? You don't no. owe, Do you owe them something if it fails? No. They uh, after you make your first hundred dollars, they take five percent. So what if you have to give the money back? That's on you. Well, there's two. It's weird. You can when you sign for Indiegogo, you can either do the thing where you can, if you don't hit your goal, all the money goes back to the donators, or you can have it where it doesn't have to hit its goal and you keep whatever you make. So I don't know why you would click one over the other, but they do have that. Well, I only yeah, because wasn't there? Didn't some guy raise twenty million dollars for a wall or something like that? And they said that he spent it on something else. Because yeah. I guess you can, right? If you if you don't give you the can money, spend back. It on whatever you want. I mean, people donated money to me, and I could have spent it on. It just goes right in your bank. Account. Yeah, but he got twenty million dollars. Yeah. You got how much? Fifteen grand. Okay, so if you had said Eddie Eddie builds a wall comedy, do you think you would have got <laughs> about don't... fucking six million? If you get a bunch of rubes to donate money for something <laughs> stupid, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, that to me, it's like the people that donated to that are buffoons. So yeah, because they you the government can't even take donated money for a project like that anyway. It's just yeah, you're not wait. Reading. So that people your... did two minutes of research. Is yours tax free? Because uh, of that, because no. it's a donation. It's a donation. Uh, I am still figuring that out with my accountant. I don't oh, okay. know what will. You're be saying there. for the other guy. For the other guy, I don't know what that was. I mean, I don't know if that was a GoFundMe or if that was an Indiegogo. Because if it's GoFundMe, he gets 100 percent of that. I think it was Idiot Gogo because I think you have to be a fucking <laughs> moron to donate to that. To know, shit. to think that you were ever going to hit that fucking goal in the first well, place. Well, also, get... even if you do hit it, what again? What's that guy do with the money? He can't give it to the government to build a yeah, wall. No, that's not how it works. Like, and you... you need what at minimum five billion or six billion dollars to build. Just goes to show wall? you that twenty million dollars. That's that. That's how much it costs for hate. I hope all those people lose well, their homes. But that kind of cost. <laughs> I hope they all lose their homes. I do. That's fucking stupid. If you're giving money away for that, when for you, can, hatred, give, you yeah. can help actual real people for out. Yeah, let's people. not give money to Flint, Michigan, where they need water. Yeah, let's give it to this building a wall thing to keep people out of getting dirty water. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, that's that. You know what? And if that was a good person, if that was a good fucking you know yeah, Bible thumping person the, that believed in doing the right thing, they would have shifted that money over to somebody. And I, I heard that they, and I could be wrong, I don't want to be that guy, but I just thought I heard rumor that he spent it on something else, yeah, personal Jets and yachts and shit. Oh, is that true? He, yeah, oh, you saw that? He spent it on like his own private travel. Yeah, and, fuck those people. Anyway, back to you. Yeah. So, all right, so you did that. but So the, the process is not easy, though, right? You, that's a very stressful process to do these things. It was. Well, first of all, you're asking funding. people for money, which is the worst thing. Yeah, it's world. hard enough promoting that's, your own that's CD the biggest when you're on swallowing. stage. Yeah. yeah. So I, I set it up, and I was like, I had reservations about doing it. And I so I, I went and researched it, and I was like, oh, Indiegogo seems... I went to gun, GoFundMe first because I didn't know what the difference was. And then I was re-up. GoFundMe is more for charity stuff and, like, you need it for a cause. Yeah. You get 100% of the donation. Indiegogo is when you're an artist trying to create something. And so you go the Indiegogo route, and they take 5% plus uh, 30 cents per transaction. Oh, wow. So it's more money than you originally think when you sign Wait, up. Wait, 5% plus 30%. Yes. So 30 they take, 30 cents, 30 cents, 30 they take 5% off the top of everything, and then per transaction, they take 30 so cents. So if someone gives a dollar, they take 30 cents. You're getting $10,000, they take 30 cents. Yes. All right, so that's not a 30 big, cents yeah. per transaction. Yeah. Um, that's just a volume-based thing. They really don't make money unless there's yeah. a high volume on it. And apparently with the Indiegogo thing, I put it up for a while, and it was it did okay at first, but then I had all these people from Indiegogo, and people who done Indiegogo things before were like contacting me, like, no, the way you get Indiegogo to really, to really raise money on Indiegogo, you have to put in these things called perks. 
where it's like, oh, if you donate $25, you'll get a, uh, a credit. If you donate $50, you'll get a signed headshot. Like, stuff you think is ridiculous. Like, right, who wants a signed headshot from me? Well, but, but it's proof that they help. Ladies and gentlemen, right. I'd like to present to you six people that we've been keeping behind this door waiting <laughs> right. for that. Oh, God. Six people, come on in, that one headshots from Eddie. <laughs> no, but I mean, oh, the two of them are my dogs. But they feel like they contributed and yes. they're getting a piece of it. And they have it. proof. They have yes. proof they contributed, not just, oh, yeah, my name is somewhere in this tiny list of, like... Right. You know, they get something from it. Like, I think at fifty dollars, I had a signed headshot. I think a hundred dollars or hundred dollars, you get like one of my assigned my old CD signed. Yeah, and I think at two hundred or three hundred, you get an actual copy of the special when it comes oh, out. Oh, that's I'll awesome! Send them did a that? Copy of the okay, so they tell you to use perks. Did you see a bump the minute you did yes. that? Like, and then what you how do? How big of a bump? A huge bump. Like you do this thing where uh, you do a featured perk. So that so when you they log on your Indiegogo page, that's the first thing that pops up. Otherwise. You have your you set up your sections like a one dollar, twenty five, fifty, three hundred. But then you do a featured perk, so that's the first thing that pops up. So I had like the fifty dollar signed headshot was my featured perk, and then you notice like everyone, most people just out of pure laziness just click that one. They $50, just, $50, that's the first $50. thing they say they click that. So I saw like that. I was getting like one dollar and twenty dollar donations the first couple days, and I did that. And after everything after that, I rarely got anything under fifty bucks. Everything wow. like fifty, fifty. Once in a while, you get like the one dollar donations because uh-huh. people just want to give sure. something. Yeah, which is still great. Take, which is great. Anything you want to give. They're me. basically saying, "Hey, man, I give a shit about you. I just don't have money. I don't right have money." Now. Which is, I totally get that. Uh-huh. Um, no problem. But yeah, but after I did that featured perk thing, you just saw like every, that was just the default donation. People just fifty, fifty. And then I had, I had two people give me a thousand bucks each, which was crazy. Um, Jesus, and I made those people. Hey, these are strangers. Stranger, what? Well, strangers? People that listen to other podcasts. I do. I was going to say th- a lot of these people come from the Ralph Report. A lot correct? of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If Most you don't know, Eddie is basically a co-host of. Uh, yeah, it's a much daily, more popular <laughs> daily uh, podcast than ours called the Ralph Report, which is Ralph Patreon. Garman, and it's a Patreon account, and people have to pay three dollars a month. Three dollars a month, something like that. So they're already paying to subscribe to a podcast, and then for them to actually give me money on top of that, like that was really. But they must also. I mean, that says a lot about what you've done on that podcast because they've either taken a liking to you or they find you extremely entertaining. Yeah, they've been pretty. I mean, I think there's there was at, at the beginning there was some pushback. I think some of the people didn't really because they've never heard of you. Yeah, they and people don't like were. change. And exactly, you know, this is our well, world. Why are you coming? Well, in did here? they think that you were me? Yes. <laughs> And then when they finally realized... Oh, that's not Brian Irwin. <laughs> I like this guy. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I've, people have taken a liking to me and enough to give me money, and I raised in 30... I think I'm a, my campaign went, like, 33 days or something like that, and I raised $15,000. So, I, it's, it's you know, it's got to be such a... And I, I know you very well, and you're, 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 a, you're a good-hearted person, and you're very uncomfortable with this kind of stuff. So the range of emotion of, like... You feel weird about doing it, so you have this guilt, right? Right. And then you become insecure. Yeah. And then you become so overly appreciative that you probably felt guilt because you're like, gosh, I, I, I don't know how, I, I don't think I can ever really truly, right? Do you go through all those range of emotions? Yeah. There was the, I first did it, and I was super uncomfortable asking people for money. Second, then I'm like, why would anyone give me money? Right. There's always and that, yeah. Then I started, the money started coming in. I'm just like, oh, this is weird. What do I do with this what money? What do I do with this money? I, I got to actually a do jet? this now. A wall? Right. Yeah, that, that's the, the is that, was there, was there a realization where you're like, this is working? Uh oh. Well, I had that thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, the whole reason I did is because, like, okay, th- this is the most fan support I've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. Was in the last year. I mean, I can, it's, it's visible online. I can it's see crazy. it. Yeah, it's and crazy. And so I was like, if I'm ever going to do this, and I've always wanted to make a comedy special, I've just never, and we talked about it a couple years ago about just doing it for free with Peter and yeah. just using the cameras. And 
that's the way I was going to try to do it. And then this came about, and I'm like, well, which was better? Yeah, well, nothing against anything with Peter, money, but, it's but just... no, it would have been fine doing it that way. But I was like, let me take a shot, and I had these shows in D.C. I'm like, let me see if I could do this comedy loft, the comedy loft in D.C. in the cellar. Yeah, of the comedy so loft. Funny. Well, yeah, which but you know, in itself, actually, the cellar's a better room. I agree. Um, I agree. I love much that better room. Much it's better like room. Tighter. People are in there. They turn off the air conditioner for you. They did, and which was a mistake on the first night because oh. I was dripping in sweat, uh, and I can't use anything. So the it's first sexy night. as shit. You know what I'm saying? I was just literally by 20 minutes in, my gray shirt was just wet. Uh, where, where, keep wearing gray t-shirts on stage. Well, it was dark gray. I was like, okay, I think I'll be all right because no, I never, what, for an I hour? never chest sweat. Oh, dude, I always armpit sweat, and I had a jacket you on. Are you over 40? What's that? Are you over 40? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I know. Yeah, but I had a jacket on. I was like, okay, I got, I got the armpit stuff. You had tit coverage, but I had fucking just pure chest. Right, Teddy. That's your flash dance set. You put that out separately. So I could then it looked like you dumped a bucket of water on yourself. It really did. By the end, over and over again. I was taking napkins off people's tables and wiping my face. Oh, that's like a Southern mayor from like. Oh, Yana. I got the vapors in here. Declare, Mr. Graham, Mr. Lindsey Graham. But, but the second night we ran the air and it didn't affect the sound. Oh, awesome. So okay. second night we can use everything. Oh, that's great. So is it is the show, you did two shows a night? We, <laughs> we did, supposed to do four shows, two Friday, two Saturday. We do the first show on Friday and there's, there's a tornado warnings in D.C. Oh. oh, God. So the first show, they, they, I, they call me in like 20 minutes before the first show starts. And I'm already like, I have a thousand things on my mind. Yes. You're and the owner's looking. like, yeah, we canceled your second show because it was like, because a lot of people switched their reservation to tomorrow night because of the tornado warning. So it was only 10 people going to that show. So we called them all and said, hey, why don't you guys come to the early show? Which so, is legit. Which is legit. So everybody went to the early show, which made it packed, which made it super fucking hot and right. sweaty. Um, but it was a good show. And then the second, there was no second show that night. But for some reason... We get out and like I'm like oh so I can go a little bit long because there's nothing behind us right since you guys canceled the second show and like oh no we actually have a we have a, a male stripper review coming in I'm like what and then like as soon as we leave out like this five bridal parties go in and then like all these male strippers go in they do this like, strip wait a minute show. I'm like this seems very premeditated how did they, they... there's a tornado warning I didn't see anything about it on the news something about the thunder down under being it in seemed town, very but... premeditated like because they were sold wait, out is, was the name of the review tornado warning yeah it might have been tornado <laughs> there's warning. a tornado <laughs> Category six. Show. It's just these two guys who swing their dicks around for a it's little while. It's tornado and warning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to stage tornado. And I'm tornado. This warning. is warning. So, yeah, that's what happened. That's really weird. It was really weird. Like, I was like, oh, so we can just go late. I can I can do the full hour and uh, I don't have then, to worry about getting out here. Some, yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, we have something coming to town. I'm like, well, you How? just canceled my tent. 20 minutes ago, you canceled the second show. That's How literally what happened. And they're like, oh, yeah, but we had some, we booked something else. I'm like, all right, and so then it was it was very premeditated. Of course, it, it was. was packed in there. Wow. There's no question no. mark to that. No, I I know I, I probably had low ticket numbers in the late show, and they're like, let's just move everybody to Saturday. Which well, again, just it, tell just tell me that. Like, that's, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm tell all me that. For, like that's what. Uh, um, just tell me in at Zany's in Chicago. I was like, you know, or where? Oh no, I was uh, in uh, at in, in uh, Minnesota at uh, Jesus Christ Doctor Grins. What's it called? It's called Jesus Christ Doctor Grins. Uh, Great comedy club. God, I can't even remember the name of shit. But good luck telling no, jokes. Doctor Grins is in Michigan. What? It's all right. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, they were like, my buddy was like, hey, I tried to get tickets to the Late Show, but it's sold out for Friday. I'm driving into town at this point. I'm like, oh, awesome, nice, that's sweet, sold out, great. I get there, I talk to the guy, I'm like, hey, sold out Late Show. He goes, uh, actually, uh, I don't know how to change it online. We only had uh, two tickets sold for the Late Show, so we canceled it. And I was like, oh, so you went from. 
Okay. So your cancel button says sold out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> weird. Uh, okay. But, um, yeah, so I, 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 I would just appreciate the honesty of like, yeah, hey, well, we, we, we didn't have anybody's, but we also fine. can't have you run long because we got some nudies coming in. Yeah, we got some nudies. Nudies. We got some, some nudies, nudies. Swinging their dicks around. That's right. Uh, we got the gold blooms <laughs> coming in. <laughs> the uh, gold bloom thunder <laughs> down under your face. tornado warnings. Uh, okay, are you guys? So you guys are gonna watch it. You know it. So just yeah, just absolutely. Um, you, the other you, can we talk? I mean, we, we love to focus on some of the stuff that like is just because this is the it. It's so hard to do anything, right? Yeah. It really is so <laughs> fucking hard. It's just absolutely, everything. it's hard to do anything. Getting out of the I mean, house it's just, is difficult. It's like a world of like, yeah, we don't really want to help you, or yeah, it's a world of no's. And so you got there's all these positives that came to it, but it's still a fight. Like oh, no matter every every corner is a fight. Can you tell? I don't know if it, you don't fuck it. Let's just say it anyway. Can you tell John? You and I had this great conversation about your opener. Oh, and yeah. like how helpful he was. And we won't say his name or anything like I'm that. But it was name just, names, but yeah, he was. I go in and it's just to give. You, I just want to give the perspective <laughs> of like an error on every corner. You're every, still everything. dealing with shit. Like I go through th- a month and a half of fundraising. And then trying to coordinate a shoot for a location I've never been to. Out, out of a state you don't live in. Out of a state I don't live in. Yeah. With and guys that are also coming from somewhere else, right? a production company from Atlanta coming up to D.C. And we, and we had our DP drop out. We had to go through two DPs because the first one dropped out on us halfway through. So we had to find a new one, find a sound, sound guy, figure out how we're going to get into that. We get in on Thursday, shoot Friday, Saturday. So we have to get in there. I know I have to dress, that, dress the room up because yeah. it's very... Minimal room. Yeah, it's bare bones. So we had, I was like, okay, as soon as I get in there, we got to figure out how we're going to do it. So I'm like, I have a thousand things. Then, I, then I'm worried about my act. Am I doing an hour? Because I haven't headlined or done an hour in months. And it's in been LA, a while. You're not getting the time that is like, no. yeah, come in and run your hour. Yeah, I was yeah. getting 15-minute spots and 10-minute spots. So I hadn't, no, I was going in knowing my Friday shows, I was going to do an hour, which I had not done solidly in six months. Yeah. So I have all that stress going on. And then I get in there, and like right before the show starts, I go through the whole canceled show for the 10 o'clock. I'm like, all right, okay, that's fine. Whatever we got to do. And then I go up to the, the guy who's hosting, and I'm like, look, I don't want the check drop spot to be during while I'm filming. So this is the, this is the idea I had. I'll have you go up, do your 10 minutes of hosting or whatever. My feature is going to go up, do 15 minutes. I'm going to come up and do my hour. Then you can come back on stage and then do 10 more minutes and take the check drop for me. And he's like... Oh, um, well, that means I'd be getting paid less than the host, but I'm doing more time than the feature. Or I'm getting paid less than the The feature, feature. but I'm doing more time than the feature. So that would make me feel kind of weird. And I'm like, okay, never mind. Just uh, you host, bring up the feature, and then she'll come back up after I'm done, and she'll do, and she'll take the check okay. Drop. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because that just just goes to show. You, I'm not saying that this guy. I mean, it just <laughs> the, he was so fucking like the, Eddie. Clearly has he's shooting a fucking special. Like <laughs> you're you're a you're an opening fucking act. Just for once in your fucking life, remove your fucking ego and your stupid shit, and just be like, cool man, whatever you need. I I totally get it because someday I may find myself in a situation where right. I need somebody like fucking me to help out. And it's just, when he told me that, I was like, what is a matter with people? Like, yes. he fucking dollar sense the motherfucker. The, the Instead of just saying, I get it. You're recording your fucking special. You probably got a lot of, on your fucking mind right now. Let me help you out. You got a lot of fucking but shit But even at the on. bare minimum, even for a selfish reason, you're, a, you're a host. You're a host. More time no matter what. And you're a host, so you're at that level of hosting. 
this room is filled up. There's 90 people in this room that holds 70 people. You're going to get to do 20 you minutes. You get another 10 minutes of stage time, and you're turning that down because you're not getting paid as much as the feature? That's insane. Well, yeah, dude. That's that, crazy uh, to I, me. I, and then I, I feel like as a host and as a feature – your job is to set up the room so yep. that the headliner right. can come out and do well. When I don't do well as a feature, I don't necessarily feel as bad for myself because those people didn't come to see me. Yep. No, they're not, they're going to figure I, my name either way yeah, as a feature. As a feature, but but also, like if they're not laughing by the time the fucking headliner comes on, then I feel like I've failed the guy or woman who's hired me to open for them. Yeah. And then I feel bad. Also, like... Do whatever they fucking ask. Right. Like Vegas, the improv there, they were like, when I ho- I hosted for a dad fan like years ago, and they were like, okay, as a host, you come out, you do five minutes, then you bring out the feature, then you go back out and do 10 minutes. Right. So they told me that over the phone. I was like, okay, great. And then when I got there, I go, I'm just going to do all my time up front. And they were like, no, that's not how we do it here. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm the host. What the fuck do yeah. I know? So <laughs> I just did what I was told. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. They were paying me. It was not ideal, but like, no, it's weird. Yeah, but I mean, I'm but not gonna. Like, if I was in that position, and a headliner comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, do you mind going back up and eating the check drop for me?" I'm like, "Okay, whatever you need." Great. Now I can do ten minutes of stuff that isn't doesn't need to be that worked out. It just needs just jokes I can tell. You could just go and bullshit with space. the audience. Yeah. So what I ended up end up doing is I had to. My feature came back up, brought me back up on stage after I left, and I just basically sat there and did a Q and A with the audience while they were jockey, dropping checks. Wow. After I'd already been on stage for an hour, I which again, you're a problem solver and you figured it out. Yeah. But, but th- I, I guess, but to my, throw that at me right before I'm getting ready to go on, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking. This is why I only bring it up. I mean, it, may, it, you know, I, I love slamming people, especially when they're fucking assholes. But take that part of it out of it. <laughs> <laughs> take that part out of it. I just, I want people to understand it is, it is a fucking hard road, even when you think it's an easy oh, road. Yeah. I mean, at that to point, get shit done. It's so fucking hard. Like at that so point, many. I'm five minutes from going on stage. I'd, I'd raised all this money. I had got the set dressed the way I wanted it to be dressed. Um, the room was packed out. Everything was like looking great. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm fucking, I'm getting ready to do this. Let's just do this. Let me just worry about the show. And then that gets thrown at me. I'm like, God damn it. Like, it's just constantly one thing after another. It's, it's kind of like, it's relentless. It's survi- and, but it's survival at yeah. some point. It's, it's, it's literally, you're just trying. And then I get up there this. and I start sweating my ass off. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> well, ah. yeah, and then you have to put that out of your head like immediately just so you can yeah. do the whole thing. Or hours. start dancing. You have to think you have to feel like, okay, at least this is gonna be warm up then for yeah. the taping tomorrow. That's like, all that's the way I took it as yeah, I was like, yeah. there's just no way this is usable. And also that Q and A stuff, I don't know how it turned out, but like that could be bonus stuff on the on the It might special, be. I mean, I was know? getting some laughs. It was mostly people I knew anyway from like high school and college that were there. <laughs> like I found out one of my old high school friends was an airline pilot for a while. And then I was like, oh, you, I didn't know you flew an airline. He's like, yeah. And he's like, you ever like almost crashed? He's like, yeah, lots. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what do you say to the passengers? Like, oh, we're having, we're experiencing a little technical difficulties. So anytime you hear that, that means they're getting ready to fucking crash. And that's what they tell these passengers. That's hilarious, dude. It was great insight for that comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's getting on a plane the next day, like, thanks, guys. But so, yeah. yeah, so I mean, so you do that. So you get to the second night, and and uh, things are firing on all cylinders. Second if, night if, was if, great. Yeah. We uh, like the that the the day of the second night, Saturday, we went and shot a bunch of stuff on the mall. We got a permit. We used some of the money from Indiegogo to get a permit to shoot on the mall to get like a bunch of exterior stuff because I wanted it to be 
different than shooting something in LA. If I'm going to go all the way to DC, I might as well get, get, get some DC. Did you make there. part of it thematically about DC or no? It has a little nothing. bit. It was about coming home and doing it. I don't. I mean, I'm not a political comic, so I don't do any politics. No, no. But I'm stuff. just saying. But so it has a flavor of where it does. You are. I'm like, okay. it's, I just the whole opening bit is me walking around DC trying to get people to come to my show. Okay, just stuff like that. I'm home, um, you guys. Okay. Yeah. And, and you are. <laughs> and who are you? Why are you here? How did you get in? I think the only the only political bit idea is like, hey, come to Pence's comedy show, and then the girl walks by, is like, why? So you can tell me what to do with my body or something like that. And yeah, I'm like, not no, that not that guy, me. <laughs> so, yeah. I saw a little bit of that intro. I liked it too. So, yeah, they, they Wait, where did you see that? Well. Eddie sent it I, to me. Oh, cool. <laughs> anyway. And he had a private screening. I'll send oh. it to you. <laughs> it's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Well, j- way to give John some show prep. But my mom sent it to me after Eddie sent it to her. <laughs> Your mom's that's right, that's right. The mom's Jen Murphy's mom is giving Eddie notes <laughs> on. And, I'm gonna and, hire as a consultant. And her strange father and his wooden clogs. He also uh, got her, it. Her father, uncle, or I whatever. Know, whatever he is, uncle? I don't even know. We got to get her back in to clarify <laughs> some things. But uh, we did. We shot a lot of stuff in the mall that day of, and then that night, the first show was great. Like everything hit. Like it was early show sh- Saturday, baby. The early show Saturday, everything, every joke hit. Even yeah. jokes that normally don't hit that hard hit hard. Like everything. Like that's that is meant to be the show. And then the set, the late show that night was the four twenty show. Yeah, we were battling. Oh, you were. It was April. It was. We April were battling four twenty, a Caps home playoff game. Oh shit! And uh, Easter Eve. Oh yeah, I um, did show. I did shows in Chicago that night. Oh, yeah. uh, it was late, br- the late late show in Chicago. Yeah. Twelve people just filled up the front row. Oh well, I had I had like thirty people. Oh, that's but good. They were all. I've never been in front of more baked people, but like, and yeah. they're the worst. I mean, the worst look, audience you can ever. I'm very pro marijuana, but like, the shows I've done in dispensaries out here, where you think, oh man, stoned audiences, this is going to be hilarious. Yeah, they're going to love no, it. They're, they're going to the laugh worst. at everything. They laugh. It's so delayed. They're not getting your joke until three minutes after you're done with it, oh. and then they're laughing at something they heard ten minutes ago. Was, you can't tell what they're laughing at, when they're laughing, or what they're even understanding. Yeah, what I think was, at, which one, one of you guys took me to one of those dispensary comedy shows, and I then did. she's like, "Do you want to perform?" I'm like, "Nope." No. Yeah, because I, I just sat there and watched it. I'm like, "This is." We get there. Everyone's doing dabs. They're like melting oh the thing. Yeah. Like they're and the room was just filled with smoke. Oh, yeah, it's I mean, awful. Just everyone is just. That awful. was my, as soon as I got on stage, I was like, "Oh, you guys are going to be a terrible audience." Yeah, like, a really a, a, a blacked out drunk audience is. really... Really bad, just because they don't can't comprehend. Right, they talk yeah. And they're loud. These just people are just too chill. But like, like but they don't go hand in hand. So with no. they're so laid back. Weed like, is the worst okay. comedy. Experience. You, it turns well, out. I would say I wouldn't want to do a room full of people on cocaine either. No, those, those people are the alcohol. Worst. Alcohol is probably the perfect. You well, need like four drinks. Yeah, is yeah. the perfect thing for you comedy. Need, comedy should be performed under a mild threat from the audience. <laughs> a mild, not an extreme. Cocaine's extreme. <laughs> extreme, right. Marijuana gives you none, but somewhere in the alcohol mild and a few threat. shots, there's a mild threat from the audience. Like That's exactly one, where comedy I had one person there who I guess has watched some of my stuff online. So I was getting ready. I was, I was doing this old bit I used to because I I made the special like a twenty year compilation of my favorite bits I've done over the twenty years. So it's like sort of like it's not an hour of all new stuff. It's like an, a twenty year compilation of bits. And I had someone I was getting ready to do this old bit I did about giraffes giving birth or whatever. And so I, I started by talking about how about zoos. So I, that's how I get into giraffes. I start talking about zoos. And so she's sitting in the front and she's like, do the giraffe bit. And I'm like, just out loud in the middle of the special. I'm like, well, I'm talking about zoos, which is going to eventually lead into giraffes because that's where giraffes live. I don't know. If, like, I had to give this whole explanation. Of like, this is why I'm talking about zoos right now. Because it's eventually going to lead to the draft bit. If you just sit there and watch the rest of the show, it's like you watch a movie and you go, get to the shark eating the people bit. 
I'm like, well, wait till we're at the beginning of Jaws. It's like you got to see the fin first. It's Homer Simpson. You got to see the fin first. I mean, it's just Homer Simpson at a BTO concert. He's like, play taking care of business. (laughs) They're like, we already played it, sir. He's like, play it again. And then they start playing. Get to the working overtime part. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. Some people. It was just just like, what are you doing? A bunch of Homer Simpsons. We're in an hour show. I'm ten minutes in. I'm gonna get to that fucking part. And we're filming. You see the cameras? You see the Regan special, the Brian Regan special, where he's doing a bit. Somebody yells out. The yellow one is the sun, unrelated. The yellow one is the sun. And he goes, I don't know why you'd yell out in the middle of my special, but okay, thanks. Like, But people do. Yeah. People do. And I, it's like, I, 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 I was flipping through the uh, um, uh, Wanda Sykes thing was just up. Yeah. And, and she, you know, she, I think she probably, which is actually pretty smart. She just walks out and says, if you... If you voted for Trump, you you know just so you know, like like right away is like I leave. You've made well. She said you've made this is your second bad choice. That you know, what I mean that kind of thing, like turn into a joke. Right. But I'm guessing that came from her going to do shows and people yeah. going there and going, I'm mad at you, and be like, well, if you know anything about me, then you Don't shouldn't have you shouldn't have made that. And it's just funny to me how many people make choices and then they're like, I've decided. Yeah, I'm going to decide now how this show is going to go. It's like, no, you don't. You don't get to decide. That's uh, not you didn't. Yeah. You didn't pay enough to make that. Yeah, decision. Their options are go get your money back and get the fuck Just out of here, or sit, there, or sit there and shut the fuck up. Right. Yes, like those are your two options. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear what you think. It, that's not why we're here. Yeah. So, like the the great thing about it is like the whole second show is like what comedy is mostly like. Doing a comedy show. Yeah, it's the first show is what a special is. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, mean, I have, I have, and it's the same act. Point. It's the same act. That's a but good seen through the prism of okay, this is a comedy special. That's this the, is that's the bonus club. feature is yes. like an extra set where you can see the bullshit that yeah. goes on. You know, what, you what, know, and you know what? So you it's what? almost perfect. Rep- it's almost a perfect flip flop of those yeah. two. The situations. good nights and then these, the regular yeah. nights that are like nine. I out think of at one point I was like, "You guys are the living embodiment of a YouTube comment section." <laughs> yeah. I think I called them that. One well, point. was there racism? Was there? Was there? Was there? <laughs> was there? But they were so chatty racism? with me and, and critical of like things I was doing. Yeah. Like at one point, was like the women aren't laughing, and then the women were going, "Yeah, we are." I'm like, oh, and then Jesus. they were just having this argument back and forth, like. What the fuck? You guys are the living embodiment of a YouTube. And like, then that woman got in the fucking. Yeah. While I stand here and look at you like idiots. The um, I, you know what? I, the, your comedy special. You, the way you should look at a comedy special is kind of like a a greatest hits album, right? Yeah. Of like a, a band because they like Jake. We fucking survived because anybody like again, I used tour manage bands. I mean, it's it's like anything, anything creative. Like it's a shit fucking road to get there. Yeah. Right. And no one's recording the shitty fucking live no. shows. No one. No one. Eventually, you get your greatest hits. You're like, fucking thank God. That's really what it is. It's like a release yeah. of like, and that's why we I, did it. We did it, I you guys. Because like, I didn't have, I didn't do the whole new hour. I just well, you've made never it put out a special before. You, and you I don't, don't know if I've ever put another one out. You know, it's like I'm not one of those comics that puts one out every year. I don't right. have that kind of thing. So it's just like I'm gonna put everything. I'm gonna make this make the tightest. It, make it something you're super happy. Yeah, with. yeah. And that's what I, ended that's up happening. And Are you now gonna side, put them out every year? What's that? Are you now gonna put them? Yeah, now I am. I'm gonna do this Indigo thing every year. Okay, good. Sounds like you're really. Well, and is that guy opening for you? Yes, he's okay. my new opener. Are you actually doing? Are you actually pro- uh, producing his special? I'm going to produce his special, and then I'm going to take the check drop for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's being edited now. I mean, yeah. So you were very happy with that early show Saturday. I think most of the show is coming from the early show. Yeah, most of the. So special. you survive this thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so when you're done, like when you tell your last joke and you step off stage, was there like a? <laughs> did you ever crash? 
at all, like a physical. After the like, first show, I was like, because we had to do turn around to the second. And at the first show, I got off stage and I was like, because I was worried. I knew the first show Friday night was kind of useless because I was just so sweaty. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I can't use any. You're of really this. focused on the sweat, but continue. Yeah, well, but you it could. Would've... It would be all you'd focus on as a viewer. I think. Uh, yeah, well, I knew I knew it wasn't going to cut with anything. Right. Yeah, right. It wasn't going to cut with the next night. He's wet. He's not wet. He's wet. Yeah. He's not wet. What so is I was this? like, <laughs> so that's why I was really worried going into Saturday. I'm like, oh god, this show has to be. Good, and then so I maybe that that's nervous, a lot of pressure. Maybe yeah. that nervous energy of that made it tight. Yeah. I don't know. And the crowd was really good, so I got off that first show. I was like, "Fuck, that was the show." That was, most of it's coming from that show, so I was able to just sort of relax a little bit after that one because I knew okay, I got one good top to bottom show in the can, and the second one I was like, okay, I'm, I can fuck around a little bit in the second show, this late show. And good thing I had that attitude because that's all I could do in that yeah. second show. Yeah. Had I gone into that second show with pressure, the pressure of the first show, I probably would fucking snapped and yelled yeah, at everybody. Yeah, just gone crazy. But if, at that point, I was just I was just like, all right, screw it. I'll just fuck around and have fun. Make this what a stand-up comedy club is really like. Yeah, that's great, man. So so you're happy with it, and it's being edited it's now? It's being edited right now. Uh, I think they just... The, I talked to the editor last night. I think they just did a... Like, the first pass is done, so I got to look at it now and give notes. Oh, Are cool. you? Did you make the cut? I haven't made the cut, no. Okay, so you're not in it. I no. He means did you make? I cut myself out of the comments. Yeah, are you, are, you, are you in it? It's just the opener of my feature. <laughs> That's an interesting and special. some crowd reaction shots. Oh, good. Oh, it's just all crowd reaction <laughs> That's shots. All it is. This is just it's just stills of people <laughs> reacting to your comedy. What is this a slideshow? Yeah. With just some with, with your comedy some, with this your old album played over it. Like, yeah, what with royalty this? free iMovie music. <laughs> <laughs> Just, 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 just called memories of things I saw, <laughs> with a Christmas theme. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fuzzy, out of focus at the tops and the edges. It's like present. Everything's like a present uh, <laughs> floating around. Unboxing special. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So I gotta. I'm gonna see it soon and give notes. Well, what I want. Why don't you give it to me and Brian? We'll give notes. Okay. Well, I'll give it to you. I don't know. Yeah. Well, can you no know, give it to to John's mom? Uh, and then she'll give it to your mom. She'll send it to me on VHS. Give it to me. I'll put it online and ask people what they think. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll stumble. <laughs> upon give me some notes on this special. <laughs> yeah, this is my friend Eddie. He did some thing. I don't know if everyone wants to take a look. What at do you guys it. think? <laughs> well, um, this guy says build the wall, so we know we got that, and it's good. <laughs> That's helpful. This person doesn't like Mexicans or black people over here. So yeah, Wait. I gotta. I'm gonna. I, I gotta give it notes. I don't know if I'm gonna try to cut in any of the. Late show stuff where I'm talking with the crowd. Yeah, I don't you know have to I, see both shows. I have back to see to back. both to yeah. see how they work. Because um, I did, I did want that element of like talking to the audience because that's what I wanted it to be as close to comedy as possible. But I, th- I think you I do. I think you release it to those sets together. Then that's why th- that's yeah. the thing I want to do. Like yeah. when you say A&B release side. it, like what are we talking about these days? It's so risky I to don't make. Know. This well, whole hard copy idea. So you've only gone digital, right? Like well, everything you do I is digital. A, I, my first CD was hard copy, but and that was when re- you could still. Recently, I ma- remade. I didn't remake, but I ordered a hundred download cards. There's stickers that look like the CD that I have, right? So the stickers there, and on the back of the sticker, once you peel yeah, the like sticker, code, right? Not once you peel the sticker off, but it's on the back, and it's a code that you just enter into iTunes, and then my CD comes that up. That seems to be the way to go. So they pay me $10, I give them the download How card. How much do you pay for the download card? They're like... A know, nickel a piece or like, three cents a piece it's or some, something like It's that? some crazy small amount of money to get 100 or whatever. So Okay. But I think that's the way you the do more, it now. The more you order, the less it is, basically. You know what I mean? Hold on a second. Well, you know what I mean, but like <laughs> volume-wise. So kind of like movies, right? So yeah. the more you make of them... The less people watch them, <laughs> yeah, sure, that's, sure, that's exactly the more, you the make, more fa- the death wishes movie. you make, the less people watch by five. Until Robert Bronzy shows until, along. Until God, Robert Bronzy. So basically, what you're saying is we should contact Robert Bronzy. We have a Bronson Fest here. Well, if Eddie wants to redo it in Spain, I think oh, Robert Bronzy opens up for him. Oh. Or are you opening up for Robert oh, Bronzy? Well, at that Robert point, Bronzy. 
yeah, he likes horses, Robert Bronzy. Uh, he's, a, he's a horseman. He's a horseman. Well, if you ever do a western in Spain, Robert Bronzy, yeah, yeah, he's the guy. So, well, all right, so so you're so the the goal, I know, and I I saw a lot of stuff, a little buzz online, if you will, when I occasionally go there about this. You're trying to get, uh, well, a lot of people are trying to get you to on the uh, radar of Netflix. Well, the the Garmy people are have been tweeting at Netflix about the special. Um, I don't know if that. Shit helps. <laughs> I, mean, I doubt it. Probably but not, but you know what? It's it's, it's okay. Nice it's still nice they, that they're doing right. it, and that's what they believe in. And it's it's always no, it's, good to see a positive. It's wonderful to have support. And, are, and most um, of those people are people that weren't at the show, so they, no, it's they're all, also wanting to see. So they it. don't know yeah, what happened. They don't know what happened. I think three of the people. There's like three or four people that went to the show that are in. The so they spread the word. They spread the word. They spread the word. But then there was a guy who works who's who's a podcast listener of the show. Um, he kind of I mean, he works at Netflix. Okay. So I may have sort of a way to get it in front of people that way through Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's always the Amazon Prime and the Vimeo where you can kind of self-distribute. Yeah, and I mean, at the um, end of the day, there's you're talking about two different things here. Yeah. You're talking about Netflix's exposure. The other ways are actually making your money back and actually yeah. you, may, you can you can you're in charge of your own career, if right. you will. So it just it depends. I mean, I, I guess in a in a perfect world, you'd want Netflix just because of the exposure sure. and, and the credit now. Sure, because that's what comics have to have is that Netflix credit. But I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to feel a sense of accomplishment. It's still not easy to do these things. No, I mean ever, I, ever, no matter what. And you, and you've also you've time capsuled yourself now forever. Yeah, and I mean, I like I try to stay in the mo- and I was doing this leading up to special and while I was shooting special, I, tr- I try to stay. In the moment, because I'll start, my mind will start spiraling. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. This is too much. I'm like, what have I done? This, I've got people giving me money now. I got to do this. Like, so I try to just like, okay, just stay in the moment and just, what's the next step I have to do? Yeah. I, I just got to perform now. Now I just got to edit it. Now I got to put it up. like, you just try to stay in the moment of it without trying to be engulfed by the magnitude of it. Yeah. Um. And there's all that pressure of these people giving me the money for it. So now I'm just sort of like, I did it and I'm proud of it because it's something a year ago, I was not able to do this. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be invited to co-host that podcast and be exposed to that audience, and those people are so generous that allowed me to do something I've always wanted to do, which was shoot this comedy special. Um, so now I have that. So there is a sense of accomplishment and pride in the fact that I was able to be in Hollywood for 20 years and at least accomplish one of my goals. Hey, you know? I mean... There are some people that are here for many, many years yeah. beyond that and accomplish nothing. Right. I mean, like, the one goal I had was, like, I want to stand up on television, and I got to do that. Yep. And then mm-hmm. I've always, ever since I was a kid, I've wanted that hour special. Yeah. And so... And, it, and, and when you're in, you know, you've been doing it so long, or this long, you kind of deserve it, you know, in a sense that's like, you, if you're continuously writing jokes and putting things together and, and creating comedy over over the years, like... You should be able to put something out that's like an encapsulation of those yeah, jokes like, that are sort of live on forever. You right. Know? So I have this, and it's done, and it's yeah. And now you there. can move on. Now from I it. can actually move on. I feel I felt that that's a big thing. I had that sense of relief. Okay, I can move on from all of this. Yeah, you don't need to do the giraffe bit ever again, no, dude. I it's don't. On a special. I don't need to do like that. Was a, one of the great things. Like I kind of wanted to do this hour and get it recorded just so I can move on from these things, dude. I, I hear I you. I don't ever want to do them again. Yeah, you get you like. There's just a part of you that you almost sort of die a little bit. Like, if I have to do pillows on the fucking bed yeah. one more time, I, I might do off it. myself. Do it. I want you. Pillows versus bed versus giraffe like I now. Had, Go. I had to face all Pillows that versus doing, giraffes. Doing this thing, because I was doing jokes. I was doing some jokes I'd written 14, 15 years right. ago. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I deliver this like it still means like something? Like, I'm not a me. robot. Like, I, this is off the top of my head. Yeah. Like and that took a lot moment. of, like, 
acting performance chops that yeah. I hadn't dr- tapped into in a long time. Yeah. Um. So there's a difference. Like later in my act, it becomes more about my kid and where I'm at now, and that stuff kind of came much easier. But to go back and do the earlier stuff of like my marriage material and stuff before marriage, that took a lot of like trying to bone up and trying to get that stuff get back there in your head to feel to be in that yeah. place again. And I was able to. I I was. I think I was. I've seen some of the clips and people. And at the show told me, like, wow, how do you stay in the moment? Like, that's the difficult thing, like, to make all this. Because I've seen you do that joke before, and you've done that. You did the Chihuahua joke, and you've done that. I've seen you do that before, but you made it feel like the first time. I'm like, oh, thank you. Well, that was a yeah. huge. That's performance. That was a huge thing yeah. to be able to get to that point. And I think I did that, and now I can just say goodbye to all, all of it. it. Yeah, dude. I mean, Do you want to put it on a little boat, set it on fire? I do. I want to shoot ceremony. flaming arrows at it and let it catch on fire as it Honestly, goes away. that's the most, to me, that's, that's what like, I wanted to do. <laughs> You know, I, I was. What are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, my friend Ed had his like, hour special, and we just wanted to shoot flame arrows. Okay, this at is a the... no fire zone. <laughs> Could you guys? Uh, it's <laughs> July in Glendale, guys. It's a public yeah, park. What's wrong yeah, with you? I don't idiots? know what you Game of Thrones fuck faces are doing out here, but this is not legal. None of any. I don't care what you want to do. We want to say goodbye to the material. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I I feel that a hundred percent where you just like because as a, a performer, like. You, when you have new jokes, like when you said those jokes about your marriage, everything, or your, where you're at now, come easier. It's because that's where your head's at. Yeah. Because that's what you're finding funny to yourself. Right. Like, that's the shit that's making you laugh. And when you're excited, like the, I always go through this. Like I, I, I I'm like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to do these jokes from this hour. And then I have this like, okay, I only have like four new jokes. Yeah. And it's like this drop off of like I still have to do these other shitty old jokes that I'm not happy with anymore. But or not, I shouldn't say not happy with. I should say tired of. You're tired of. Yeah, and then they're good jokes. But you're just tired of doing these jokes that I actually like. And then from there, it's a like a takes a little while before it's like five, ten new minutes. Yeah, of like stuff that you're excited for again, and then trying some bullshit and seeing how it works, and then fixing it, and then it takes forever to get another hour of material. I know, and it's that's hard. that's where I'm at right now. Or like, cause I there I did a couple jokes in the special where. They were actually kind of new jokes that I had written for the specials, and like I'm never gonna be able to use those again. Yeah. I did them like twice. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm excited to try to like start writing new stuff. Yeah, now, and now I your done kids a little older, time. and there's yeah. like other stuff that you're dealing with, and there's just you know, and now you've got <clears throat> kind of this experience and this stuff. I mean, all these experiences add into your life and then make your comedy what yeah. it is. It's just how it kind of works, I think. But uh, especially for you, I know you talk about personal stuff you talk about yeah life. well i mean like this this is like the, to watch the special i kind of structure it in a way it's you sort of go on this journey of my last 20 years of my life it, it's not such a, so like an autobiographical thing it's no, but it's but like there's marriage material and then you see where i had my child and i talk yeah. about raising a kid and like and they get up to the point of where it's like present day and he wants to know what his butthole looks like like yeah, it goes dude, but all tw- the way 20 up to years that. in hollywood and it you know sort of I mean? encompasses that that's so. great i think that's awesome man so yeah, no, it's and again, I don't think anybody if if there's one thing you need to take people should take away is it is so we talk about this all the time on the show, not even just for the comedy specials. It is so hard to get anything made. It's so hard to get anything accomplished. And it's like at some point you realize that it's on you. Yeah. You may not like it, right? Yeah, it's not ideal. It may not no, feel I never wanted to do this. No, I... but it's on you. At the end of the day, it's on you. There are some people that have been fortunate in this world where yeah. they 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 haven't had to do any of that stuff. Yeah. They've never they get, had they to get self-produce. The and the okays from. But the those big, are the rare people, yeah. and you could spend your whole life being jealous of them and angry oh, about no, it, or you could be jealous or angry. No, I said you could, you yeah, could, yeah, and but you'd be wasting oh, time. Yeah. yeah, you're wasting energy. Look, who cares? I mean, not not and not who cares. I, uh, well, I you want. you worked with one of the people that most people 
criticized for years that he had it too easy, which was Ashton Kutcher. That's always been a oh, common right. thing. And, and that guy's had it too easy. He yeah. got everything handed to him. Yeah, That's and and I'll and I'll and I, and that was kind of how I, he was explained to me back then too. It was like, wow, well, he moved to, I moved from I was underwear model for five minutes. He got one audition. It was that '70s show, and he booked it. Like, and then his career took off. And and I don't know how much of that is actually 100 percent true right. at all. You know what I mean? But knowing. Ashton, when I knew him then, and from what I've seen as this dude grew over 20 years into a more uh, sincere, honest, and, like, you know, uh, compassionate human being, and now I've heard him on interviews say things like, yeah, I know, I went through a period of being an asshole. Like, he was a dick. He was very famous for a very long time, and, like, when you have that level of fame and you're that young, that's my whole thing. Is like, if I would have moved out here when I was 24 and someone would have given me... Three million dollars in an eight-picture deal at fucking Miramax or wherever, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. You I, you can't give a twenty-four-year-old that much money. They wouldn't know what to do with it. I would have either drank myself to death or driven a car off a cliff or some crazy thing. Like, it, you know, there everything sort of happens because it's happening. Like, yeah. I don't want to say for a reason, but like, just you're at where you're supposed to be. You, you got to figure it out from there. And there's no sense in like, oh well, my that's god, depressing. So and so got this or so and so got that. Like. It doesn't matter. And like you said, Brian, it, it's on you, yeah. the performer, the actor. It's like if you feel you're not getting something, go out and make it yourself. No matter what the result is, no matter what people no, say no to matter, you. It doesn't matter. You, you it have, doesn't matter. You, you, just, you still have to try to accomplish something. You. You on your own. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like That's what I like about this specific story is it's like, yeah, you could have. You could have had a different scenario where it's more like a Tom Segura, where like they decide we'll make some stuff for you. We're going to promote the shit out of it on Netflix, and you're going to be one of our you know premier people. And you know, bravo to him for all that stuff. Well, that's just not where they are right now for you. No, and that's you're not like, the way you know it what? worked out for me. And you're like, nope, I'm going to do this. And you've been talking about it for a year and a half. You made some shifts, some changes. You completed it. We still don't know where it's going to land. No. But ultimately, it, we talked about it before, like. Well, let's say it doesn't go to Netflix, but the point is, you still have a way to control your destiny and the product that you made, and that's the win, no matter what. Yeah, you know, and it's out there. Once that stuff's out there, it lives on. You yeah, know what I mean, and that's kind of nice. for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you weren't happy with it, you wouldn't put it out. No, you know no, I mean? that part of it is a joke. Yeah, saying, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. There are certain things I can't take off the internet. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> your kids comedy are time. Look at when they're like, comedy time. Oh, oh no! Did you do co- I did comedy. I time. did, and I did some bad jokes yeah. on and comedy there time forever. there forever. I can't they're take them off. Forever. I did some all right jokes on comedy. I wasn't upset. Yeah, with my so did I. But stuff. I also did some ones. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> but I, I'm okay with it. I laugh at myself. I'm like, if, if if people are under a delusion, if you think that even the the greatest comedians of all time have never told a bad fucking joke oh, or dude, had a bad set, the whole that's you know what I mean? Like, is. yeah, but but out. some people get judged harsher for having their material out there. Going, that's why you suck at comedy. It's like everybody. Every comedian at some point in their life has sucked at comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy is a series of also opportunities and good luck, even for people that work very hard. We, we've talked about this before on the show. You referenced Brian Regan earlier. Yeah. Well, I always, I think I've told you this in the past, like, I always thought, where, why wasn't Brian Regan, like, on top of the mountain 15, 20 years ago when I believed he should have been? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like sometimes other people just get better opportunities or have yeah. a series of luck or the world accepts them in a certain time. Like, that's just how it fucking works. Does that mean he was bad? Fuck no. 20 years ago? No, he was no. a genius 20 years ago, yeah. too. He's still funny. And also, that guy, like, I don't know his career 100%. I just know that, like, 
he you're right he's had some failed pilots he's had some failed tv projects but like dude he never stopped writing jokes he never stopped going on stage he never stopped performing and grew an audience where he can now go to salt lake city for a month at a time <laughs> and sell out a theater yeah. every night for a month yeah sell it out and that's his year for 30 <laughs> if days. he wanted it to be and if he wanted it to be his year it could be his year yeah. but he then goes out on the road goes all over the place loves performing loves talking to comics he's just a Nice guy who really loves comedy. Yeah. Can't really ask for much more than that. Uh, can we finish on uh, uh, a, a little tidbit that'll bring it back Ooh. around? You guys are big music we, lovers. We call them we call them TBs. TBs here on Tid, the HA? Tidbits. TBs or on tuberculosis. But <laughs> or the uh, <laughs> yeah, did you get your TB test? Yeah, have you ever been TB? You've had I got my T- test. I got my TB test. test. I tested positive for fire sauce. <laughs> Taco <laughs> Bell. Waka, waka, He's waka. over here. He's right next to me. I know him. Waka, waka, waka. Um, going back, bringing it back to Death Wish. Oh, God, thank you. Good, thank oh, no, God. no, because you made a reference to something earlier, and I forgot about this. Okay. So, does anybody want to guess who did the score for Death Wish 2 and Death oh, Wish 3? Oh, Le- Leonard Bernstein. No, what? Uh, John Williams. No. Uh, no, and it's... it's boingo, boingo. I, I'm going to give you one more. Danny hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. David Byrne. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more hint uh-huh. so that you can make an educated guess, and then we're dropping it. Lionel Richie. <laughs> no, his daughter. Party. Um, <laughs> that was it. Death you wish now. Every time death he, wish now. Every time he pulled out a gun, that played. <laughs> no, who, do, who give me the, what's the hint? Yeah. You made a reference to the band earlier in this show, and somebody affiliated with that band actually did it. Not Van Halen. Led Zeppelin. Whoa, Jimmy Page. Boom. Jimmy Page, Jimmy Page. did the soundtrack for Death Wish. Yes, and two it's or on, three, or he did two, and then it just they carried it over to three because uh-huh. and and when you watch this, there's there's this guitar thing that he does every time Charles Bronson's getting ready to kill somebody or walks around a corner. It's like, was it, was and it's it, like, was it the bow? He used to play with a cello bow. Like I that. think so. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so what's make, what makes it so awesome is like I, I when I see things like that in movies I'm like oh I want one of those when I walk into a room I want that I want my little I want my theme song the people yes. like, I think Brian's about to kill somebody or fart yeah or shit his pants or becoming president of the PTA one of the yeah so he anyway so that's another reason why I go to YouTube and listen to those somebody somebody obviously put the whole thing up but you'll yeah. get to that part where he does the little thing where every time Charles Bronson comes around a corner you're like you hear that you're like oh someone's about to die because yeah, you know you know yeah well also it's like <laughs> that's part of the tension You're yes like, ooh, ooh, is it gonna be this person oh charles bronson do you ever hear that no effects lyric uh straight out of got a face like charles bronson straight out of green bay wisconsin <laughs> i was like that that's hilarious so anyway that was my little uh tidbit on the way out that's the door. that's a great that's a great titters dude great titters uh, great titters great titters we went from we went from tuberculosis to breasts no, tid-er. bringing it back around Tid-ers. to a gold bloom. Tidders, remember, no gold blooming. Don't go, guys Don't in, in this Tid-er. world today. Unless we it's consensual, be, we shouldn't be gold blooming women. Unless it's consensual, <laughs> it is gold bloom. Eddie, thanks for swimming yeah. by, dude. Yeah, thanks for coming thanks over, for dude. Having and, me. And, and uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. You've been a busy dude, and uh, rightfully so. And congratulations, and I hope thanks. the. Uh, I, I hope Netflix does. Uh, does pick your special up, but either way, I look forward to seeing it. Thank you. Anything yeah. is possible. And we'll I'll post about it when it's up and out, yep. and we'll hope Appreciate promote it. it. Appreciate it. I'll see you on Sunday. 
Yeah, big flag football. Yeah, we, flag we had, football we're, 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 we're sideliners. S- yeah. Sunday is the biggest race day of the year. Oh, good for that. The Monaco Grand Prix starts at 6 a.m. Cool. Uh-huh. The Indy 500 starts at 9 a.m. Uh-huh. And the Coca-Cola 600 is on at 3 p.m. That is literally almost 12 hours of racing. That's a lot of gas and rubber being wasted. Wow, baby! Cannot wait. Anyway, <laughs> enjoy your flag football <laughs> games. I'm going to be sucking down Miller, Miller High Lifes <laughs> on the couch. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe.